They need to know about Dr. Johnny Bananas. The world is getting crazier. People are acting more and more insane. The end of the world is tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. There's only one thing to do when the world is falling apart. Listen to Basil and Gons as they discuss this week's news and events through the lens of Bible prophecy. You are listening to Canary Cry News Talk. You're listening to Canary Cry News Talk. Today is October 16th, 2020. This is episode 256. And today, control, alt, right, delete. That's right, folks. And you know me. I'm your best buddy, Basil. And this is Gons. Welcome to the podcast where we love Jesus. We love you. We love ourselves. A little too much over there for Basil and his googly <laughs> eyes. And, of course, we love our enemies, even though they're all absurd. It ain't easy, folks. It ain't <laughs> easy. But we're glad you're here. Uh, and it's Friday. We made it. We made it through another week. And uh, very exciting. Two more days closer to baby time, Gons. Yeah. Are you, are you nervous yet? Uh, no, not nervous. I'm nervous mm. for my wife. I'm nervous for you. Yeah, well, yeah. I think the first time... Uh, <laughs> Well, with the last baby, I it was the first time where I, I was there during a birth, and it's it was the first time where I thought like we're aliens, we're we're a- we are the aliens, aliens. Oh, just yeah, like the whole, the whole thing, human, human inside of human thing, human coming out of human, and yeah, the whole deal is uh, wow, it's quite the the miraculous thing. There's no way Maybe that we'll- just you know evolutionary goo uh, came up with this. There's just Maybe no way. We're the aliens, man. Yeah, I know. I, I didn't mean that in like a. Well, I did, but I didn't. Anyway, <laughs> we know how you meant it. I got to give a shout out to Cliff over on YouTube. Says he got the notification. All right. For the show when his phone was at thirty three percent. Wake up, sheeple. Yeah, Wake it's all up. happening. All happening. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know. I don't think I, actually for once I don't think I have any news. You don't. Any, any, no. Thankfully, <laughs> I mean, for better or worse. Yeah. I don't think I have any new news. Well, uh, I'll, I will say that I don't have to take my Rona Rona test for at least another week um, mm. because uh, it's unlikely that I contracted it in the, the last situation I was talking about in the last episode. Uh-huh. But I still have to take the test if I want to be present uh, with the wife. Oh, they're going to make you take the test before the birth. Yeah. And I'm going to be asking questions about the PCR and how many spins and what kind of, uh, how many cycles and and what, you know, what the whole deal is. Just asking questions. Just asking questions. You have the right to ask questions about your own healthcare. Remember that folks. I do. And then even if they show up with their guns, (laughs) ask questions. I'll uh I'll be asking I might ask them about the Barrington declaration too which we'll touch on on the second half of the show today. I know I'm excited about that cuz as of now maybe I've heard of it before but as of now I have no recollection of what that is. Oh, so good. I'm ex- I'm excited for your breakdown. We also have uh, a a news about how tobacco is in the coronavirus vaccine. This is great, and I have some connections to add to that as Perfect. well. Perfect. So, yeah, I'll yeah. be asking my uh, whoever's doing the test, I'll be like, hey. <laughs> okay, I got a, you got a smoke? <laughs> I almost said what they call it in, in England over there, and oh, I don't think that would have been good. <laughs> that, Gonzo, don't do that. I know, trouble. Um, actually, 
I do have some quick news that I want to uh, chat about. I'm sure you have. Um, well, mm, mm, no. Okay. No, I'm going to save it for later on the show. Okay. So, yeah, I'm seeing now we have a, a section and uh, I have some comments about it. So, Gons, I say we should get right into the show with a flippy update. Flippy update. Do you want fries with that? Hookie dokie. Today, folks, we're doing a flippy update. If you're new to the show, well, welcome to the family, first of all. We're glad you're here. Um, but I want to explain the flippy update. Flippy is our colloquial name for the disembodied robot arms that are taking our jobs enslaving our children and flirting with our spouses and we use talking about flippy as sort of a proxy conversation to explore how robotics and ai are uh, well essentially taking over the world right out from under our noses and today i'm coming from dailymail.co.uk and the headline is would you date a droid Survey reveals a quarter of people haven't ruled out the idea of having a robot as a romantic partner with the Dutch, the most accepting. Those oh, Dutch, those Dutch, those Dutch, the Dutch love the droids. And the article reads thusly about a quarter of people haven't ruled out the idea of dating a robot, according to a new survey. And the Dutch are the most accepting of the idea of artificial Amour. Researchers from the University of Twenty used data from the EU-backed Siena Project that studies ethics and opinions surrounding cutting-edge technology. They, I didn't, they didn't survey me, but they did survey 11,000 people and found 27% either supported the idea of dating a robot or hadn't completely ruled it out, and 72% were completely opposed to the idea of digital dalliance um that leaves one percent 72 plus 27 that's 99 (gasps) percent who's the one percent the one percent of course the elite you know yes (laughs) they just left the elite one percent off because they are the robots basil you don't know while we do um our main focus here is to dabble in actually analyzing how uh, the news is being presented to us uh that's one thing to point out 72 plus 27 only equals 99 but notice that 27 percent is either supporting the idea of dating a robot or hadn't completely ruled it out yeah uh, so that's two different categories wrapped up into the 27 percent and they you, you don't they don't say which like the actual numbers for each category right could have been 26.9 percent said they hadn't ruled it out and there's 0.1 percent saying they support the data or sorry support the idea yeah so anyways just another way you can lie with statistics but let's move on in the netherlands support for someone having a robotic boyfriend or girlfriend went up 53 percent the highest of the 11 countries involved in the survey the multinational telephone survey by the Dutch research team also found that people were uncomfortable with robots that look and behave like humans. You and me both Dutch, but that's weird because uh, obviously a quarter of the Dutch people are down, down to droid. (laughs) Down to Um, droid. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. But But according to this, they don't want it to look and behave like a human. So they'd rather date R2D2 than C3PO. 
Interesting. Um, yeah, it's a weird little detail there. We are getting used to interacting with intelligent machines. No, the plan is working, apparently. We are getting used to interacting with intelligent machines from robot vacuum cleaners, smart speakers that can control our lights and AI assistance in our phones. Millions of people ask Siri, Alexa, or Google to help with homework for the weather forecast or to book a table for dinner every day. The developments and shift towards a world dominated by robotics and artificial intelligence devices are already visible, explained the Dutch team. Having a robot clean up the carpet in the living room is, a, is very different to taking one on a date or to the bedroom. Wow. Thank you for that vivid uh, explanation. Across all 11 countries, just 12% outright support the idea of dating a droid. Okay, there we go. There it is. Fifteen percent are on the fence, and seventy-two percent are completely opposed to it. Well, there's still hope in this world. There's still that one percent missing. I know they're still missing one percent. People were asked how much they agreed or disagreed that it's acceptable if people have a robot as a romantic partner that is a girlfriend or a boyfriend. Um, there was wide variation by country in terms of levels of acceptance to the idea of robots as romantic partners the authors explained the netherlands was the most accepting with 30 percent agreeing that it was acceptable 23 percent undecided 45 percent outright opposed uh let's see if that still leaves two percent um sweden south korea the u.s south africa and germany all had more than 10 percent of those surveyed agreeing the idea of uh, a robotic oh surveyed agreeing to the idea of a robotic romance greece poland france spain and brazil are the country's least supportive of robotic relationships uh all with under 10 percent agreeing of them being a good idea the survey found that 80% of people polled thought that the AI and robotics revolution would significantly change their country over the next 20 years. Under half were positive about the impact of these machines. Blah, blah, blah. Hold on. Let me skip down. They kind of go into some boring stuff right there for a second. Not important. Aside from love life, there is also a concern that human-like robots in the workplace with just over half saying they don't want to work with a robot. So there you go. You can bring them home to mama, but they don't get a paycheck. Most people are accepting of robots and artificial intelligence, but they do not like the idea of robots with human-like features, said Philip Bray, project coordinator. Quote, we know the benefits of interacting with machines can be enormous. Well, I think that's a little bit of an overstatement, but okay. However, as we increase our dependence on the technology, we also stand to lose some of our autonomy. Unless everyone has access to technology on the same terms, we risk building an unequal society. Oh, no. <clears throat> As if it's not already unequal. I know. <laughs> oh, no. I hope we don't have to ever experience an unequal society. The professor of f philosophy of technology explained, according to Bray, the survey results clearly show that people have an increase in inequalities is one of the risks stemming from the transformations to society, something that could lead to a reduction of our individual autonomy. That's an interesting connection to make, but okay. The data from these surveys give a snapshot of what people know about technology and how they view both its benefits and risks. And that's the end of the article. So there you go, Gons. The idea of uh, having a, a uh, relationship with an android 
is quickly catching on, especially in the Netherlands. I want. Yeah, I think of, we're qualified. Kind of over there. Yeah, I think we're qualified to be professors of philosophy of technology. I think so too. I. I look. I don't want to toot my own horn, people, but I'll <laughs> let my track record speak for itself. It's been uh, eight years now of pretty much full immersion into studying uh, the the trends in robotics and AI, personhood of robots, all these things. It's all we do, Gons. I know. We should get some sort of honorary uh, degree. Honorary doctor. There's any uh, deans, <laughs> <laughs> university deans out there. Yeah, what's, on what, what's on. your... Uh, <clears throat> our our work will be <laughs> check out this podcast <laughs> where we document all of our essays. I want to get an honorary degree, and I'll speak at your commencement. Don't worry, I, I'll I'll be in a fake beard, but I will speak at your commencement. So, uh, college students, get on it. We need a petition or something. Excellent. So there you go, Gons. The uh, those numbers actually we've touched on the uh, robot romance topic uh, before. Um, I was kind of looking through our our long list of notes, and uh, we have touched on it before. But the numbers have grown even since we've been doing this show. So yeah, there you go. We need to work harder. Well, also you know something to keep in mind. One of the first things we mentioned when the whole lockdown started was that we're gonna it's gonna increase the speed of the robots and the robot economy, the technology, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Think about quarantine. If there is another another pandemic that they roll out, you know, ne- next time it might be, you know, due time instead of Zoom, people just want their robots, you know? Oh. Just saying, you know, if they want to use uh-huh. some of our ideas for the, <laughs> for the they are capitalistic. Using our ideas. I know, I know. They, they <laughs> rip us off all the time, even though... We're against it. We're like, they shouldn't do this. It'll be horrible if they do. And they're like, yes, we will do it. We, we didn't like the droids before it was cool. The joke is that everybody listens to our show, all the elite people, including like church elite people, and they mm-hmm. react to us, which brings us to a, a few updates here. Okay. Of course, the last Trump virtual conference had 33 speakers. We called them out and they did something about it, apparently, because now it's been updated to 36 speakers. Basil (laughs) added some people to the list for the last Trump virtual conference by the Prophecy Watchers. And now they, uh, Mm. they, they, they can't. Somebody must have told them. Somebody's paying attention. I mean, I looked at that list. There's some people on the list who uh, at least have listened to the show, if not currently listen to the show. Or have been on the show. There's a good handful that have been on the show. a lot of them, yeah, have been on the show. So, yeah, there we go. They heard heard (laughs) the calls of the people. Don't worry, everybody. They're listening. And, yes, they added three more speakers to the last Trump. What is it called? The last Trump. Yes. Yeah. The last Trump virtual conference. Yep. So, uh, Illuminati disconfirmed. <laughs> we think, although three and six, nine. Okay. Uh Oh, we'll get into some math later, but, yeah. uh, there's a few other 33 updates. The Illuminati dog whistle. This one was, uh, as always 
there's always 33 cases of coronavirus somewhere. The CordovaTimes.com. Two new cases brings virus total to 33. No. Uh, okay. Why? All right. Like, why two new cases? Like, what is <laughs> two, two more? Is that like a landmark for them? Like, hey, you- we got to 33. We got to get a headline out there now. Because that's the only way the spell will, will work. <laughs> apparently. You know this. Apparently. Uh, the other one here from Capital Press, empowering producers of food and fiber. Emergency farm worker housing sanitation rule nets 33 violations. Oh, a lot of violations. That's, that's too many violations. That's a lot for a sanitation thing. Salem, an emergency rule to protect Oregon agricultural workers from COVID-19 during this year's harvest is set to expire October 25th. So far, the rule has resulted in 33 violations, officials say. So, mm. uh. Don't, uh, I don't know, don't go out in nature uh, in Oregon. I don't know. Or at least don't go, uh, don't farm unless. You- well, they better not get any more violations because they're not going to report 34. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. They'll, they'll break the spell. Yeah. Um, there's a, a quick race wars update that we have to get to here. The race wars. Race wars. The race war. I've warned you and warned you and warned you. This is Pix11.com. Kyle Rittenhouse won't face charges in Illinois for Kenosha shooting. Knew it. And uh, I think you called this one, didn't you? Did you call this yeah, one? Yeah, I did. I, I, as much as I would like to take credit, I mean, it was pretty obvious that he wasn't going to face any things, no matter how many times news anchors call him a Nazi. Yeah, Nazi white supremacist whatever it was, but yeah, I mean, this is, I'm not really too surprised by it, especially with some of the video footage that they have of what happened. Um, again, he wasn't, we don't have to reiterate the point, but he wasn't just like walking around shooting people He was certainly defending himself. So, uh, something to keep in mind, but, uh, he is going to, uh, so he's not facing charges in Illinois, um, but uh, it says here, Rittenhouse, who's from Antioch, Illinois, remains held in a juvenile detention center in Lake County without bond due to pending criminal charges in Kenosha. Uh, which what is that? Wisconsin. Oh boy, is Wisconsin? Yeah. Rittenhouse is due back in Lake County Court on October 30th for extra for an extradition hearing. So he still can possibly face charges in Wisconsin. Um, but, uh, Illinois will not be charging him with anything. Okay. All right. Cool. We'll know. We'll know after, uh, Halloween. Okay. Yep. Always good to kind of keep up But maybe not. I mean, Illinois does not have to extradite him. It depends, uh, what kind of defense and support he's getting in Illinois. Right. Um, cause technically Illinois does not have to extradite him. He just needs to. Yeah. not not get caught somewhere in wisconsin he just has to stay out of wisconsin well i was gonna say why was it even a question from illinois just because he's from there is that why they yeah because he's from there and uh I, you know i need to fully familiarize myself with the current facts um but because he's from there and allegedly uh brought the gun from there brought or the gun yeah. from there okay. so that makes sense. Um, yeah, but yeah, so they're not going to charge him. We'll see if he gets extradited, but uh, who knows? All right. Well, 
uh, with more more news from the air. You don't know what you're looking at. What's driving that thing? It's not a space alien. Alien. It's unidentified. This is the LATimes.com. Second sighting of person wearing a jetpack near LAX prompts new investigation. <laughs> jetpack man is back. He's back. It's the second time. Rocketeer is for real. Yeah. Uh, LA International Airport officials are investigating reports of someone wearing a jetpack in the flight path. <laughs> I don't know why you would do it in the flight path. That doesn't. Yeah. Seem why like doesn't a- he drive out to like Joshua Tree or something to test this thing? Well, again, maybe he's doing, you know, he's doing drug deals or something. He's got to come yeah. in and out. And, uh, an air traffic just controller. seems like extra danger, putting yourself at extra risk flying in LAX airspace. <laughs> yeah. An air traffic controller overseeing airline approaches warned a commercial pilot who was set up to land that an individual wearing a jetpack had been reported flying at about 6,500 feet. A China airline oh crew. Gosh. Oh, there we go. They can't be trusted. They're just oh. making stuff up. Uh, I'm just kidding. Member reported seeing the China hooks. <laughs> jetpack man does not exist. <laughs> what appeared to be someone in a jetpack roughly seven miles northwest of the airport about around 1.45 p.m. Wednesday, according to the Federal Aviation Administration. So, yeah, there you go. I mean, this is what? The second time in a couple months? That's Bro, happened? Bro, 6,500 feet is so high. <laughs> That is must be terrifying. This, this guy's got real cojones. Yeah, if, no, whatever it is, it's Iron Man. We yeah, you know, it's Iron Man wow. or Rocketeer, one or the other. Mm-hmm. I like I like Rocketeer. This because it was more retro. Gons, you can't throw throw us off. We know it's you. <laughs> no, maybe. no, maybe. There you go. Strong denial, folks. <laughs> Strong denial. A wandering. No. Right, well, maybe next? maybe I'll uh, fly in and meet Trump from the sky because he's coming to my neck of the woods here. We will oh, is he? Yeah, this is uh, ABC7.com. Trump to attend private fundraiser in Orange County on Sunday. Oh, his last bastion of California support. Yeah, I'm surprised he's, he's even making a visit to California. It might be one of his body doubles, you know. Oh, yeah. President Donald Trump is scheduled to visit Orange County on Sunday for a private fundraiser at tech mogul Palmer Lucky's estate. Do you know who Palmer Lucky is, Basil? Or Mm-mm, Lucky? No. Um, he's donated like half a million to the Trump Foundation. Lucky, or Lucky, is a Long Beach native who was 19 when he co- in, co-founded the Oculus Rift virtual reality system in oh, Irvine. Interesting. Yeah. So we have him to thank for uh, my... Your googly eyes. My googly eyes. Oh. His company sold for an estimated $3 billion to Facebook in 2014. So he uh-huh. got his money. Uh, but yeah, there you go. You know what's funny? I'm, I, I drive around this part of town here, uh, Irvine, Orange County. And there's a, you know, all the, the election stuff. So there's a bunch of like posters and little you know, things everywhere. Mm-hmm. And there's a <clears throat> there's a political person here, and I don't know local politics. I don't pay attention, especially in Irvine. But there's someone named Farah Khan. His name is Farah Khan. Yeah, I've heard the name. That's a that's. I would change my name. <laughs> just, <laughs> Why? It's just Farah Khan. <laughs> okay. All right. So anyway, I just thought it was funny and interesting. Uh. 
yeah, so I'll use my jetpack and fly in and meet Trump, and he'll tell me that I'm part of the new age, and it'll be fantastic. Yes. <laughs> Somebody in the chat was mentioning uh, it's probably some new gimmick for a uh, marijuana delivery dispensary. <laughs> Guy shows up in a jetpack. Yeah, yeah, that'll uh, yeah, it'll freak out all those those smokers, <laughs> all the potheads, all the potheads. Um, okay, one more quick update here. This is for, uh, Harry Legs Biden update. Got hairy legs. Got the job. Got hairy legs. Um, so, some of you guys may have known about this. It's just you know came across my desk, and I was just laughing very very loud mm-hmm. uh, concerning my wife because I was laughing so loud. But uh, this tweet says Joe Biden has a history of being crooked. He has been caught many times, including back in 1988 when he was caught lying and his character exposed. And there's a couple clips here, a uh, one minute and 33 second clip uh, from some old news reports about Biden and uh, 88. I think Basil was just a concept. In yes. 88. I don't think Basil was, I even, was but a twinkle, <laughs> but a twinkle. But uh, yeah, so this is before your time. And uh, I think I was I was a budding what five year old something like that, really really into politics. So I was paying <laughs> attention to what was going on then. But mm-hmm. uh, this news report, there's a couple parts that I I love the edits of the the old school edits here. The second instance, it reappeared in the New York Times with a new charge that Biden had appropriated a famous litany from the late Robert Kennedy about what the gross national product cannot measure. It cannot measure the health of our children. The health of our children. The quality of our education. The quality of their education. The joy of their play. For the joy of their play. Biden gave Kennedy no credit. He has also quoted or paraphrased John Kennedy, Hubert Humphrey, and British Labor Party leader Neil Kinnock. A lot of people. All without credit. Joseph Biden admitted today that he committed plagiarism when he was in law school, he said it was a mistake, but that it was unintentional. He quoted five pages of someone else's work without proper citation. I've done some dumb things, and I'll do dumb things again. He was given an F. So ladies and gentlemen, I've been dumb. To the political community in Washington, it all seems of a piece. Plagiarism at he law was school, given an plagiarism. F, they There said. is one less candidate in the race for the presidency tonight. Delaware Senator Joseph Biden dropped out of the hunt today, saying the disclosures about his plagiarism in law school and his exaggerations about his academic record made it impossible for him to continue. Wow. I do it with incredible reluctance, and it makes me angry. That was I'm caught. angry with myself. For having been put in the position, put myself in the position of oh. having to make this choice. Oh, Freudian slip. The Delaware slip. Democrat is the second <laughs> candidate to be forced from the race by questions of character and integrity. You know, I think people like like Biden have just been spoon fed like what to say, you know, what kind of things to report or like just his whole life almost. You yeah. know, he's almost been like a controlled puppet forever. But, oh, totally. Uh, but I, I love uh, I love the Biden the Biden ISO. So, ladies and gentlemen, I've been dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I've been dumb. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Well, we've uh, we've known about his uh, habits of plagiarism for a while. He had a recent one, but uh, it, it's nice to know that it's been a <laughs> as would be pointed out if it were aimed towards a Republican. This is a pattern, a pattern of dishonesty. And plagiarism. So there you go. Uh, it's just so it's so blatant, though. You Bold know? move, though, taking it straight from a Kennedy, as if somebody wouldn't notice. I know. 
this is before internet days too. So you got to remember yeah. like people had to dig it up a little bit, but yeah, maybe, I mean, maybe back then, you know, they, they thought, Hey, we don't have the internet yet. People won't yeah. know. Nah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> you could get away with it a lot better back then, but. Well, there's a lot of things you could have gotten away with, you know, the further back in time you go. Like, yeah, that's true. Bank robberies. Speaking of getting away with stuff, Gons. Oh, yeah. Let's get into our uh, one of our stories here. State sponsored propaganda machinery. Okay, so uh, the ACB, the Amy Coney Barrett uh, hearing. Actually, the confirmation is happening today, I think. Or mm. was that yesterday? I think In it's today. Um, so. I missed it. I do have to say, I did miss the the town halls too, but we'll yeah. chat about that later. I didn't really watch it either. So this was being reported uh, a lot of places, but we all know my affection for the Babylon Bee. Um, and really, I've loved seeing the Babylon Bee go from sort of a, uh, you know, a, Satire. a, a niche. Yeah, well, it was like a niche thing, you know, as Christians, is. A Christian satire news agency and you know years ago when we first found them very niche very cool very you know funny and they're still hilarious they do a great job um wow I'm getting into this way deeper than I want but but it's been interesting to see the Babylon be you know become a national name basically well Trump so, retweeted something from oh, the Babylon Bee today Oh, yeah. And, no, and people are like, ah, you tweeted a satire site. I know. With all their battles with Facebook and stuff, too. So it's been fun watching that. Yeah. But there's a site called Not The Bee. And I don't know if it's aimed, uh, if it's owned by the same people or not. But Not The Bee kind of refers to like, yeah, these stories are so crazy. But we're not the bee. This is not satire. Right. Which um, is so, all one and the same, I would say, at some point. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? This is notthebee.com. The article is titled, Amy Coney Barrett uses the term sexual preference. Dems and media flip out while Webster's Dictionary redefines the term. Whoa. I know. It was crazy. There is so much going on in this story. It's hard to know where to begin. Hawaii Senator Maisie Hirono is making all sorts of headlines after yesterday's SCOTUS nomination hearing of Amy Coney Barrett. She asked if Barrett has ever sexually assaulted anyone, prompted by nothing, but that wasn't enough. Hirono then goes on to claim that Judge ACB has used the term sexual preference instead of sexual orientation. Because it is an offensive and outdated term. Here's NBC, MSNBC producer's take on the term. Sexual preference, a term used by Justice Barrett, is offensive and outdated. The term implies sexuality is a choice. It is not. News organizations should not repeat Justice Barrett's words without providing important context. Uh, the article, can, that was a tweet. The article continues, not only is it offensive and outdated, news stations shouldn't even broadcast the phrase. <laughs> of course, the Internet is quick to point out the Democrat hypocrisy on this issue. Here's a highlight reel of high ranking Democrats using the term sexual preference. This is uh, let's see here. Oh, there's some clips. Are you able to play those clips? Or Oh, wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. You want me to play? Um, it? Yeah, I don't know what this clip is. No, that's of the actual hearing. Yeah, why don't you play it? You Let's use see what the term sexual preference 
to describe those in the LGBTQ community. And let me make clear, sexual preference is an offensive and outdated term. This time bring everybody along. Regardless of color, sexual preference. Based on whatever color, whatever what uh, their sexual preference might be. Uh, by race, by age, by sexual preference. Doesn't matter what your sexual preference is. What their sexual preference is. Never in the course of her military career had anything about her sexual preference had any impact. Based upon race, color, or preference, or sexual preference. I don't think that you use the term sexual pre- preference as just, uh, I don't think it was an accident. Our society has come to respect uh, people, um, whatever their sexual preference. Come on, RBG, get it out. RBG, get it out, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So there you go. The article continues. Joe Biden, Keith Ellison, and even the notorious RBG have all used the term sexual preference without any repercussions. Also, here's a story in the ultra-woke Atlantic. (laughs) That's uh, the widow of... Steve Jobs's outlet. Also, here's a story in the ultra woke Atlantic that uses the forbidden term when describing an Obama executive action. Sonny does a great job listing nearly 20 stories that use the ultra offensive term. <laughs> and then there's a little tweet there from the Atlantic. Obama likely to sign executive order. Uh, the, 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 uh-oh, the Atlantic on the basis of their sexual preference or gender identification. Article continues, and there's the advocate running a headline with the quote-unquote offensive phrase just 18 days before decrying the use and deeming it an anti-LGBTQ term once it is associated with ACB. Um, Then you can see their tweets there. And in order to really drive the point home, Webster's Dictionary changed the definition of the phrase to add offensive as a definition. Oh my God. And they did this like the day that ACB said it. Um, and there's a tweet there from Steve Krakauer. As recently as last month, Webster's Dictionary included a definition of preference as orientation or sexual preference. Today, they changed it and added the word offensive. Um, and you can see the actual uh, screenshot there. Check it out. Number five, changes from a link to orientation to an additional definition of offensive. And this happens just after ACB is associated with the term. They think they can get away with this. It's so brazen and right in front of our eyes. So there you go. I thought this was a great, uh, you know, ministry of truthiness uh, article. Because, yeah, of course, they're fighting tooth and nail against this ACB thing. And the term sexual preference, which... Is just so widely used, even by leading Democrats and social justice, you know, goddesses such as RGB or RB, RBG. Um, and uh, yep, once a, a conservative woman uses it, she didn't even use it in the court. She, it was from like a statement she made long, long, long time ago, way before like a lot of these Democrats were using it and these quote unquote woke outlets. And uh, yeah, just to seal it into the 1984 Ministry of Truthiness, they changed the dictionary definition the day people started calling out ACB for it. So there you go. That's how it works. That's how it works in today's uh, thing. Today's world, 
They can just decide to pick anything you said long ago. You know, they're running out of people to cancel. You can't just cancel people for, you know, saying, you know, obviously problematic and maybe racist things in the past. Now you can just pick out anything they've ever said and uh, just have Webster's change the dictionary. And suddenly there it's a hate crime. What we need to do is start a movement to uh, to cancel Maisie Hirono for using the term in her little her little speech there. <laughs> you know, part know. of part of not and part of knowing that this is ridiculous is that she's using the phrase in in the thing. You know, like if if it was really that offensive, she wouldn't use right. it. Right. You can't say the N-word right. if you're just reporting on somebody saying the N-word. Right. If it really was that offensive of a phrase, you couldn't even print it. Yeah. So it's, uh, this is ridiculous. And uh, well, it's really bad that, you know, what is it? Webster's would change it. Yeah. That I mean, is... it's straight up. I mean, that is not even like, uh, we're not even trying to make an allegorical connection to 1984. That is literally what happens in 1984. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly what happens. So yeah. Yeah. Fun to be alive here today. Yeah. Oh, Basil. There you go. Changing. But you know, they can only do that on the internet. They couldn't yes. change all those hard copies, mm-hmm. you know, unless they got the, uh, the, uh, what's that thing that people were always saying was changing the Bible. Uh, the mandala uh, effect mandala machine. Effect, yeah. If they have yes. the mandala effect machine, then they can change all the, all the dictionary on paper. That's, too. A, <laughs> that's a great point. That actually might be uh, some evidence against the, the, some sort of controlling elite using the mandala effect. Yeah. You know, if they had a machine for Mon- the Mandala machine, they would have just changed it. And we all would have known long ago. You can't say that word. Yeah. And there's also that problem of if they changed it and then that's they changed history, then would we even know it? You know, like, oh, wouldn't man. we just be part of the change too? trippy, dude. trippy, trippy mind control. OK, <laughs> all right, what's next? <laughs> Um, all right, so let's get to a, a, another cancel culture type of story here. Cancel culture. Cue the miserable, cue the desperate. What must I do to convince you people? You're right, Q. So, quick uh, correction, yeah. quick correction. It's Mandela effect, not Ma- Mandala. Mandela. Effect. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Uh, yesterday was a weird day because, of course, we'll get to the Twitter shutdown type of thing. But also, a whole bunch of YouTube channels just got deleted, completely deleted. It was uh, a massacre. It was a massacre. I, I, f- I feel like we're, I'm, I'm grateful that we didn't get shut down, but it's probably because we didn't go too hard. On well, the, yes. The well, and not that's yet, the conver- anyway. That's the little, I have a little spiel that I want to uh, mention about that when we get okay. to that yeah okay i'm gonna read this from the dailybeast.com of course it's Mm -hmm. a left-leaning outlet there um and i like the sub thing that escalated quickly (laughs) sounds like real it sounds like us trying to make a show title (laughs) it does (laughs) once again trying to copy our material Mm -hmm. and uh the image they have here is the youtube logo a logo logo uh, crushing or like breaking in half the letter Q. Whoa, it's, cool. <laughs> it looks like someone's uh, p- 
paint shop job. It doesn't even look like it's made from <laughs> Photoshop. It's just so bad. Anyway, MS Paint. MS Paint, yeah. Okay, so here's what it says. YouTube launched a new crackdown on QAnon videos on Thursday, dealing another major setback to the pro-Trump conspiracy movement. <laughs> I don't know if it's a major setback, but okay. Uh, one week after Facebook launched its own purge of QAnon accounts, in its announcement, YouTube said it would delete, quote, content that targets an individual or group with conspiracy theories that have been used to justify real world violence. I mean, doesn't Antifa fit into that exact mm-hmm. definition? That description, the site notes, would apply to QAnon, which the FBI considers a source of potential domestic terrorism. QAnon believers have been charged with a number of crimes that appear to be inspired by their support of the conspiracy theory, including two murders, a terrorist act, and child abductions. That's really weird because a lot of Q people are anti pedophilia and child abductions and all that. But it's anyway, like the whole thing almost. Yeah, it's like the yeah. whole thing. Uh, well, not according to some people. We'll get to that in a moment. Yeah. <laughs> Quote. Today, we're further expanding both our hate and harassment policies to prohibit content that targets an individual or group with conspiracy theories that have been used to justify real-world violence, YouTube said in a statement. One example would be content that threatens or harasses someone by suggesting they are complicit in one of these harmful conspiracies, such as QAnon or Pizzagate. It's not clear how many videos will be deleted under the new policy which YouTube plans to start enforcing today, but the prohibition on alleging that people or groups are involved in the cabal-like conspiracy sketched out by QAnon could result in a massive purge of QAnon videos. It Although could. It's, it could. It did. Uh, maybe this person didn't get the memo. Although it's not clear how prevalent QAnon content is on the site. The new YouTube policy doesn't qualify uh, as an official QAnon ban, but YouTube expects that it will drastically impact the QAnon community on the site. Okay, well, all right, then it's practically a QAnon ban then. Uh, an earlier YouTube crackdown in 2019 resulted in tens of thousands of QAnon videos being deleted, while a change to the site's algorithms caused recommendations pushing people to QAnon channels to plunge, according to the platform. The new policy changes come three days after the YouTube CEO, Susan Wojcicki, uh, refused. We haven't talked about her recently. Yeah, we haven't, but here she is. She's back. Is she in the chat? We'll see. Uh, (laughs) To commit to a full QAnon ban in an interview saying instead that YouTube was, quote, looking very closely at QAnon. YouTube had become an even more important base for QAnon believers after the Facebook ban forced QAnon promoters to look for other platforms to host their content. Uh, Almost since its start in late 2017, QAnon has thrived on YouTube. A 24-7 YouTube live stream about QAnon called Patriot's Soapbox became one of QAnon's earliest forums and has become influential enough uh, enough on the right that Republican candidates for Congress appear on it. Viral YouTube videos with names like Out of Shadows and The Plan to Save the World packaged QAnon content in a more visually appealing way, pulling in new adherents and earning praise from celebrities like former baseball pitcher Kurt Schilling. <laughs> Such a weird... The Daily Beast is so, yeah, Schilling. Uh, and he's a... Do you know who Kurt Schilling is? No. Okay, he was uh, he had the bloody sock. It was a very famous bloody sock incident when he pitched uh, oh. the World Series. 
QAnon groups have also used YouTube to harass people. Have they? Former actor Isaac Cappy rose to fame in QAnon world with YouTube videos accusing various Hollywood celebrities without evidence of being involved in satanic pedophile rituals. While Cappy had no evidence for his claims, the videos were viewed as fundamental proof in the QAnon community, creating bogus pedophile allegations that continue to inspire threats against the figures Cappy targeted. This, ar- oh, yeah. this article failed to mention that Cappy was, uh, I don't know if he was killed, but he died. Definitely died a couple of years ago, I think. Mm. And people had suspected maybe uh, Inspiring he was saying too violence much. against the dead man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. So, um, yeah, so, okay. Now, I'm going to give you the list according to Disclose.tv as of yesterday. Uh, the list of names that were the YouTube channels deleted. You have Destroying the Illusion, Red Pill 78. Praying Medic, Joe M, iPot, X22 Report, Edge of Wonder, SGT Report, Space mm. Shot 76, Woke Society's Amazing Polly, Truth and Art TV, Patriots uh, Soapbox, Dustin, Dustin Nemos, and We Know, Stroppy Me, Just Informed Talk, and Sarah Westall. And uh, Titus Frost was also deleted. So just you know, to mention, I, I don't know that this is the complete list. Uh, so yeah, I mean, you know, part of me is like, Hey, we didn't get deleted, uh, probably cause we didn't push Q and we're not like super Q people, but well, there's many reasons, right? That's what I want to talk about. Okay. But I want to say that, you know, we're not pro Q either. So, but, yeah. uh, go ahead. What were you going to say about the whole, well, here's thing the here? thing. Cause there's a lot of talk about how, and and to do, to the, to a degree it is true, but among fringy types like ourselves and our colleagues, you know, getting uh, getting YouTube canceled is kind of a badge of honor. I mean, you right. uh, you've already gotten the first badge of honor, which is demonetization. Um, sorry, there's cat hair in my mouth. Uh, <laughs> so that's one. But then it's like another sort of badge of honor to get deleted, and. Right. Here's the thing. We have been very careful, okay? It's not because we're CIA shills. It's not because we compromise any sort of message. It's called tact, okay? When you know that a great culling is coming, which we keep in mind all the time. I mean, we could disappear off of YouTube at any moment. Right. We Yeah, we, but, we're well aware of that possibility. But it's something, a little something called tact, people. And uh, that just involves not getting too hyped up about something that you can't confirm. Uh, like Q, we've always been very skeptical spec- spectacles of Q, and uh, and that's just the case. Okay, it's not because we're friends with Susan Witchjiki or whatever. Uh, if you've been uh, watching the show for a while, it's it's uh, it's known that uh, people can. Uh, spot out when I begin uh, talking in my tactful way like I am right now right because I mean it's really just takes one slip up uh, to put you to put your channel on a list right and we try well, very yeah. well I do I mean I don't know about you guns but I try very hard to make sure that uh, we're very specific about what we say and we don't fall into the trap of adding more hype to something that doesn't need our hype. There's yeah. no value for you and I to add stuff to certain 
right hype cycles and so yeah you know i get it canary cry didn't get banned and believe it or not folks that's a good thing and it's on purpose so well i do want to mention also that not all these people on the list are like just exclusive q peddlers yeah you know, these people totally. are just truth there's a lot of truth seekers on this list of just people that you know they may have interviewed q you know, pro Q people or whatever, but mm-hmm. that that's part of the issue here too. Is like, oh, you had a guest on this guest on, then delete your channel. You know, it's like the the problem here is more so on this idea that they're just going to delete millions of subscribers when you put them all together, and probably billions of hours of video and research and everything else. And uh, that's that's the part of it where it's kind of like a book burning going on, you know, because. Right. Uh, you know, for example, Titus Frost, he had tweeted out how, you know, he, he had put all his research and, you know, he's backed up his stuff. So it's not like it's completely gone, but right. YouTube being sort of the uh, supposedly kind of like your, your town square, right? Where everyone you find, you go to find your information being the second or third biggest search engine in the world. Uh, he, he had all that research and evidence and everything posted on his channel. So when they delete your channel. You know, there goes all that research too, all that evidence that people can look up. And um, it's that's the part where it's just really, you know, on the theme here of, uh, you know, control, alt, delete, or censorship, you know, 1984 style, whatever. This is like a modern day book burning. And, yeah. and you know, it, I, I think it's, it's really unfortunate. But also, again, these people are going to get a kind of, uh, I don't know, attention push uh, from, you know, the people they appeal to that, cr- that crowd yeah. is going to support them. They're they going to be fine. Yeah. I they're think they'll be, be okay. Fine. They have very supportive uh, people much like, uh, much like we do. Right. And another part of it is, you know, especially with this show, Canary Cry Radio is, a, is, is its own thing, but this show, we're just doing analysis. This is news analysis. We just read straight from the headlines and analyze it and connect dots. If that happens to cross over with some sort of a conspiracy theory or Q thing, then it happens to do that. But mainly here, we are uh, analyzing the mainstream news that's coming at us. Right. Um, and, you know, that's that's saved us here for a while. I do want to give some shout outs to R.I.P. Epstein, a.k.a. Lo Mossad in the chat. Uh, says what Basil and Guns do is prove they know how to tell the truth without trying to write any nonsense. Virtue pays off. And um, new to box says, you know, got to know when to hold them. And that's what we do. We know when to hold them. <laughs> yeah. All right. And we've mentioned before how, you know, it was a very, uh, you know, some people subscribing, go for it. Uh, there were, you know, there were, there were opportunities for us to just really be sensational about, or just even for myself on just the face, like the sun side of things to be like <laughs> super sensational about like, dude, right. the Q thing. And this, we're, it's all going down. We're taking down the pedo elite and all this kind of stuff. And certainly, you know, uh, as a normal human being, it's like, yeah, it would be nice if a pedo ring would go down and it would be nice oh. to think that like some people that are within the ranks are doing something about it. Of course. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, 100%. Um, but you know, in terms of, uh, taking Q posts and I heard eight went down too. I don't know if that's hundred percent mm. true, but, 
yeah, some of those outlets went down too. And, and so a lot of weird things happening. We just can't trust the internet. And th- that goes for us too. Like, don't, don't just trust us because we're saying something on here on the internet. Um, right. You know, go do your own research. And that's the biggest part here is people have lost the ability to, to think critically and think for themselves and be good Bereans. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 and just to make a comment about, uh, to peek a little bit behind the curtain on how, you know, the decision-making processes on our show is, you know, on a topic or a story or even a cue thing, do we have something to add to the conversation? Right. If we don't have something to add to a conversation, we don't do it um, because we don't want to just, you know, be repeating everything that other people are saying. If we have something to add, you get it. And that's why, uh, you know, and that's just valuable. That's part of the value of the show is, you know, a lot of what we bring up here is uh, brought up through our own research and analysis, not just repeating something that comes on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I see that now. Somebody in the YouTube unsubscribing now. Okay. <laughs> bye bye. Okay. Yeah. See you later, buddy. Um, right. It's always funny how people think that that's like a, it's, I don't know. It's, it's, <laughs> you, when you make the announcement that you're unsubscribing, it, it almost, it's almost like, okay, it almost hurts more it's if a, you don't it's a say cry anything. For help. Yeah. It's a cry for help. It's a cry right. to appeal. Uh, okay. The other part of it, uh, just to mention here, is that, um, Oh, what was it going to be? What was I? There was something else about it. Um, I forget. You got another link there. I do. I do. I, I was going to get to that. Uh, yeah. I mean, okay. So, so just the you know, things that we've mentioned before. So it's, we don't have to dwell on it for too long, but. Uh, um, but Adam 42 does mention, I'll just mention really quick, says in the chat, think it'll get to the point where you'll get banned just for preaching the gospel. Yeah. I think yeah. that, you know, to, to, to stop to, again, tooting our own horn and uh, doing that, this is a step towards, you know, censorship of all sorts of things. Right. And uh, yeah, of yeah. course we know, I mean, it's, it is foretold that uh, yeah. Preaching the gospel will get lumped in with this. Um, as well as a lot of other stuff, anything counter narrative. I mean, yeah. it's just a matter of time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so you reminded me of what I was going to say was that for me, I was suspicious very early on about the whole QAnon thing from, from the beginning, not in terms of its content, but more so uh, the kind of movement it was creating because it was almost like, it's almost like the, uh, uh, I don't know the, the, <laughs> I'm trying to come up with an analogy with bugs or something, but uh, you, you know, you tracked certain types of people or certain mm-hmm. types of researchers to really, you know, jump on a topic or jump on something. Cause a lot of the, again, you don't have to be Q on like super Q, but if you talk about it or you, you know, you really do the kind of thing that Q people are, you know, the appeals to Q and on audience, uh, mm-hmm. you'll get lumped in. And so it's much easier to get on a list if you mention it and then boom, you chop it all off at once. And, you know, who knows? I mean, we're probably, I mean, I know Face Like the Sun is on some kind of, you know, the algos have worked against this channel for a while now because obviously, you know, we're not getting any reach on the people that, uh, yeah, that have subscribed to the channel and things like that. So we get it. Uh, but again, it's, it's just one of those things and people mentioning Alex Jones in the chat and yeah, I, 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 from the beginning when they banned Alex Jones on YouTube and all this, I was like, oh, this is the prototype. They're, they're really sort of, uh, uh, in, you know, not saying Alex Jones is one way or another. A lot of people think he's controlled opposition and whatnot, 
And maybe he is, especially with uh, some of the things you're not allowed to talk about on Infowars or you get you know crushed mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think when they banned him, quote unquote, banned him, it was sort of a, okay, this is how it's going to go. And for him, it was like, oh, it was a Sandy Hook conspiracy. He didn't, you know, he talked about the Sandy Hook conspiracy. Well, they just now have Q as this one letter, uh, you know, sweeping thing that they can just get everybody on to a certain bus. You categorize yourself. Yeah, you categorize yourself. You get them all on this bus and then you, uh, you know, drive the bus off the cliff kind of thing. Yeah. So, you know, I'm looking for it. Somebody, hmm, I don't know. If you're listening, whoever this was who sent it to us or tagged us in it. Do it again, because uh, somebody was connecting us to an article uh, regarding it was some congressional uh, committee that they were claiming they had evidence that there's a congressional committee person um, bringing up in a meeting that they wanted to uh, feed disinfo into the Q group. There is some actual evidence um, that that might be happening. Mm. I'm looking through all my notifications. I'm trying to find that shoot. I sh- when I saw, it, I should have saved it. But oh, you anyways, know, you reminded me of a story that we didn't have in here, which I think I shared with you about the that Canadian court that I sent oh you my yesterday. Gosh. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, might, the, Canadi- the Canadian Parliament or whatever actually discussing internment camps. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I guess an RFP, a request for whatever yeah it's whatever the the government uh, document that goes out that to try to uh, lure in companies to uh, put in a bid um there's actually full-on rfps out to build internment camps they're specifically talking about quarantine internment camps um but the rfp mentions that they can be used to hold canadians for uh, multiple reasons yeah not just coronavirus yeah, so Canadians' version of FEMA camps, basically. Yeah, yeah. But they're talking about it in the parliament. Yeah, in the parliament. The guy's asking a question, and then they they respond with like just nonsense about- They shut him down. Yeah, they're yeah. like, well, we know the two-week quarantine is the blah, 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 blah. And then he, he <laughs> the, the guy starts talking again, but you didn't answer the question, did it? And they just shut him off. Yeah, they shut turned off his mic. Unbelievable. Uh, so the other part, yeah. just to finish out this story here- uh, Trump was on last night with his, uh, his whole, uh, town hall and he was asked about Q and, um, I'll play the clip of, uh, from that, but also I, uh, you know, we live in clown world, right? Basil, I mean, you know, that this is like the clown world where everything is just ridiculous. <laughs> clown world. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever. <laughs> heard it called clown world really but I can, I can you haven't jump heard on that. the clown world meme no uh, okay well anyway you know chris cuomo on cnn is probably one of the biggest clowns out there in terms of like just spouting nonsense on television mm-hmm. yeah. and i i couldn't help it i was laughing so hard at his little i guess worldview of what q anon is uh, oh, yeah. but it, it happens after this clip it's about um a minute in i'm gonna well so we'll play the clip here of uh this is from cnn uh on youtube which has its it has a context link underneath the video to wikipedia qanon as if that is a credible source <laughs> for what's going on mm-hmm. but uh so this is from the town hall when trump was asked about q 
And then, uh, and then it goes into the rest of it here. About QAnon, it is this theory that uh, Democrats are a satanic pedophile ring and that you are the savior of that. Now, can you just once and for all state that that is completely not true so and disavow QAnon yeah. in its entirety? I know nothing oh my about gosh. QAnon. I just told I you. I know very little. You told me, but what you tell me doesn't necessarily make it fact. I hate to say that. I know nothing about it. I do know they are very much against uh, pedophilia. They fight it very hard, but I know nothing they about it. They believe it, it is if a satanic like call run by the deep state. This, let me just tell you, what I do hear about it is they are very strongly against pedophilia, and I agree with that. I mean, I do agree okay. with that, and I agree but with it But there's not a strongly. satanic uh, pedophile I have call no they run. Oh, my you gosh. Okay. No, I don't know You that. just and neither, this and neither week. do you know that. Okay. So the president says he doesn't know anything about QAnon, and then he says, well, he thinks it's about pedophilia. It can't be both of those things, Chris. And, and finally, you were talking about this uh, retweet that he uh, put out there earlier uh, over the last 24 hours. so concerned. Uh, lending credence to this crazy conspiracy theory that Osama bin Laden is still alive. When you're president of the United States, you simply don't do that. You don't retweet crazy conspiracy theory tweets. And so it, it's sort of, that, I think that encapsulated the night for me, Chris, because it felt like uh, tonight was one hour of four years of the Trump presidency, lies, conspiracies, uh, and nonsense. Mm -hmm. uh, that's a good title for a special. Jim Acosta, thank you very much. Appreciate the reporting. Let's bring in uh, the big brains. The, the chief big doctor, brains. Sanjay Gupta, Dana Bash, mm -hmm. David big Challen, brains are coming and in. Michael Smirkanish. It's good to have you all. Thank you very much. Uh, important night, Dana. Um, look, we all know, again, the device of, I don't know anything about it, but First of all, he's dead wrong about QAnon being against pedophilia. What they're against is Catholics. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Is, what? Who, is that Andrew Cuomo? Who Chris, is that? Chris Cuomo. Chris. See, oh, Chris is the reporter. I think Chris is the reporter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Chris. Oh my. QAnon's well, not against pedophilia. They're wrong. against Catholics. Against, what a whack! This dude knows nothing. <laughs> Not only does he know nothing, the words he's saying mean nothing. <laughs> I had to be laughing for like a half hour last night. I couldn't take it. I kept listening to it. I'm like, what? <laughs> At least, uh, here's the thing. At least represent your enemies properly, right? If you're going to, if you're going to say something, at least, at least say accurate things about the thing you hate. They're not, not just they're not at all against pedophilia. They're against Catholics. What is he even trying to like? He might be trying to reference. Is he trying Jesuits. to turn Catholics against Trump? Like, what is the play there? <laughs> I don't know, but it's fantastic. That is wild. He he. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, he goes on for a minute or for I don't know, a few seconds. Uh, just to wrap things up with this. Uh, and they have decided that pedophilia is a cabal run by the Democrats. So that's no, that's not that's pedophilia. pedophilia. All of pedophilia is a cabal, is a cabal run by against, Democrats. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not. See, this is. How do these oh. guys have careers, man? This is crazy talk. I, he knows less about QAnon than Trump does. <laughs> wow. I mean, okay. Like, whatever. I know. It's CNN. It's, I, don't, I, I still don't know who watches CNN anymore. 
Uh, but I just happened to come across this clip and I didn't see anybody really talking about it, but uh, I got a good laugh out of it. I, I just wow. thought it was hilarious. And uh, if anybody asks, it, it simultaneously makes me laugh, but also makes me so mad. It does like, make you mad. How are you in the position that you are and you literally know less about it? A, a simple three <laughs> seconds of a Google search could give him all he needs to know. The problem is the Google search. He's getting the. Uh, you know, it's the social dilemma thing. Yeah. I'm sure if you Google QAnon in his uh, geographical region, <laughs> it tells you all sorts of wacky stuff. So if anybody, if any of your friends ask, well, so what is Q? First of all, he's dead wrong about QAnon being against pedophilia. What they're against is Catholics. Against Catholics. <laughs> QAnon is against Catholics, everybody. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe there's some like uh, papacy criticism and stuff in there, but... He's dead wrong. They're not against pedophilia. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's about 98% of the Q thing. Did he miss all the people protesting, you know, with like, yeah. like save the children posters and stuff? I don't know. I will say I uh, spent some time talking to uh, a Libjo buddy of mine this morning mm -hmm. and uh, just was getting his thoughts and everything. You know, I like to try to get... Uh, yeah, uh, Libjos are people too. They they, they, they need, are people. They need to be saved. He's, he's been a buddy for a long time. We're still friends, even though we disagree on pretty much everything. <laughs> but I I like to get it from his perspective because he's, you know, I'm not getting the CNN. You know, I'm getting the I'm getting a real guy who he he does his job and he's good at research and he does his thing. Um, and I was just talking to him about everything. I was talking about the Hunter Biden thing. I was talking to him about uh, oh the Steele dossier and the Brennan notes and the uh, the Russia Gate thing. And basically, he's at the point and and the people like him where you know he hates Republicans, but he also really hates the Democrats. You know, he's he's more towards he's more of a free thinker, even though he's he's officially a, a lib Joe. Um, but he really is just upset with the whole thing. But the, uh, the, the in regards to everything, Russiagate, the Hunter Biden thing, he's kind of just like, yeah, you know, man, it's it's they're all horrible. Like the Hunter Biden thing in his perspective, he's like, what's the story here? Son of famous uh, son of famous uh, politician uses his dad's influence to get money. You know, what's what else is new? And that I kind of understood because that's the the attitude we take towards like Trump's taxes and stuff. Like, yeah, of course, billionaire skirts taxes. Yeah. What what what's the story here? Yeah. And that that was an interesting take on it. Um, sure. Although although I would I would have come back with like, well, there's that problem of documented basically laundering money. Oh yeah, and I push back. I push back on all of it. Okay, and he, and he uh, yes, I had a full conversation, and I brought up everything. And where it landed was, uh, you know, he, he, and him like him or him and his circle, they're just kind of like, you know what? We just have to stop. We just can't. We can't compare them. We can't do this and that. And they're just full on. You know, just all that matters is we get rid of Trump. We don't care how corrupt and wacky and awful the other people are our our number one goal no matter what is to get rid of trump 
uh, and nothing else matters. I'm like, well, at least you came out and say it, said it. Like, <laughs> at least I know where you stand now, which is, yeah, no corruption on the Democratic side means anything to you. you. I believe him when he says he hates the Democratic Party, but he's just so uh, focused on the, you know, got to get rid of Trump thing. I'm like, okay, man, that makes sense. At least you're being straightforward about it. And we're not trying to, you know, skirt around the bush here. You should play this for him and say, don't you want to live in the new age? We will launch a new age. Trump's oh, launching sh- the new age. I'm sure he's... Uh, <laughs> come on trump's your globalist friend (laughs) anyways i forgot why i brought that up but i did want to mention it as part of just the whole idea of the whole thing the whole thing yeah so uh yeah um you know uh i i i i feel bad for the people that didn't back up their their material the people that got deleted and uh youtube you know go go stick it youtube Mm mm-hmm Hey, don't uh, say that. Why? Who cares? Tact guns. And tact, tact my, yeah. All right. <laughs> if we're, if we're deleted tomorrow, I'm blaming you. <laughs> You're blaming me. <laughs> yeah. Did I trigger some, some AI robots you'll, when I yeah, said that? You'll, you'll trigger the algos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Come at me, Get algos. Our, I'll do our last you with little a, story there. We got to keep moving here. Hit you with the bat. Okay. Oh, jeez. Threatening violence? I know. Threatening violence against robots, guns? Don't you know robots are people, too? Oh, no. Okay. Uh, we're going to do this one? You going to do it? Me? All right, I'll oh, do it. Oh, yeah, I guess that would be me. Sorry about that. Or you. I don't care. That's quick. CharlotteObserver.com. Twitter didn't shut down to help Biden, but Trump tweeted satire articles saying that. And it says here, Twitter was down Thursday night, but it wasn't for the reasons President Donald Trump tweeted Friday morning. Trump shared a link to a Babylon Bee article that stated Twitter shuts down entire network to slow spread of negative Biden news, which is one of those things that's like eh, probably partially true, even though it's you know couched in satire. Yeah. But users were quick to point out one problem. The Babylon Bee is a satire rub- website that writes humorous Fake news. <laughs> what? Uh, along with posting the link to the joking article, Trump wrote, quote, wow, this has never been done in history. This includes his really bad interview last night. Why is Twitter doing this? Twitter experienced an outage Thursday, but was restored for some users around 7 p.m. Eastern time before Joe Biden and Trump had dueling town hall events at the same time on different networks. Twitter said its issue, quote, was caused by an an inadvertent change uh, it made. So its internal, uh, what is it? It made to its internal system. Sorry about that. There is no evidence that suggests Twitter was down to benefit Trump's or Biden's campaign. Earlier in the week, Trump retweeted a Babylon Bee story with a satirical headline. California mandates all food must be consumed through IV to ensure masks are never removed. <laughs> Babylon B, a website similar to The Onion, jokes in its Twitter biography, it has fake news you can trust. Its website, blah, blah, blah. A couple more things about you know Babylon B. Um, I'm not going to read through the rest of this because it's kind of pointless. The idea here is that Twitter did go down yesterday, mm-hmm. and um, uh, they admitted as much as to say it was caused by an inadvertent change. 
And you know what I think they did, Basil? I think they got rid of some of the algos that were discriminatory towards conservatives because there was that whole thing with Hunter Biden, you know, Facebook and Twitter both heavily censored that story from the New York Post. Right. Which, by the way, you know, just to keep in mind, New York Post is owned by uh, Rupert Murdoch. I think it's the same people that own Fox. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, right wing material, but also globalist, you know, just yeah, kind of keep that in mind. Yeah, known. We've yeah, known it's known, that. but I think just, you know, to mention it. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, I think uh, Ted Cruz came out and he was like, hey, we're going to subpoena Jack Dorsey. You know, we, we want him out here, to, you know, explain what he's doing, blah, blah, blah. And it was right after that, Twitter goes down. You know, Twitter doesn't work for a couple hours. Right. And then today, did you see what was trending today on, on Twitter? Like thousands, tens of thousands of tweets. No. Jesus Christ is Lord. Trending. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you think some uh, anti-conservative uh, algos were taken down. Yeah. I think they that, undid some stuff. And then that so they allowed can, Jesus to trend. Yeah. I think it allowed Jesus to trend number one, but also... Maybe they made it trend to make it seem like, see, we don't, we don't, we don't censor, you know, conservatives and right wing and religious people and Christians, right? So, uh, to to you know gather some data if they are, hmm. uh, if they have to actually you know appear in front of the court. But yeah. you know, I, it it was weird. It was weird when because uh, I remember I texted you right. I was like, hey, I can't yeah. tweet out. Can you tweet yeah, out? And I was like checking. I tested in. it and mine was shut down too. Yeah. yeah, so it was definitely down, and uh, it's just one of those things that makes me want to just. Uh, I want the election to be over. <laughs> That's I know. my main thing. It's like okay, is it November? So do yet? I. And every time I think about it, it makes me sad because I know it's not going to be over November third. I 3rd. know. I really. I hope you're wrong. And it's, you know, it's just people just accept it. But yeah. based on what happened last time, I, yeah, it's going to be know, bad. You know, I did want to mention something you said, and I'm skimming this article. I'm looking for it. Um, but you mentioned something about uh, uh, th- this being done specifically to benefit Biden. Mm-hmm. And that came up in the conversation with my Lib Joe buddy mm-hmm. when I was talking about the Biden thing or Hunter Biden. I was like, dude, this is great. Like, what what are you guys thinking about this? What's going on? And his answer to a lot of the stuff I was asking was, how does that benefit Biden to hide that clip or whatever? Like, what do you mean? Uh, Talking about the Biden story. Mm -hmm. How does it how does it benefit Biden to hide the Hunter Biden story? Like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> of course, of course, it like benefits him. PR. To hide it. Yeah, like that's the whole thing. The whole thing benefits him. It's like nah, and that's when he got into like we all know about Hunter. Everybody's known Hunter's awful. Blah blah blah. Hey. How, that doesn't benefit Biden to censor that. I'm like, okay, that's just crazy. Talk. No, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, but also, did did you play for him the clip of Biden at the Council on Foreign Relations? Saying I, like that, yeah, I had a billion dollars. Bragging, and I was like looking he was at his watch, about it. he was bragging yeah. about that. No, no, no. Well, but that's ba- Biden bragging about the Ukraine. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, Not your lib Joe buddy. No, no, no. Okay. And I was, I told him I did bring that up. Yeah, and he he conceded, but again, he was even even about that. He was saying, you know, he, I don't know. It's just, and he sent me a bunch of. He sent me all his sources, so I'm gonna look at them and try to get into the mind 
of these people <laughs> is because uh, I don't understand be it right now. You have to take know. a shower. <laughs> yeah, get uh, a scrub down. Yeah, I yeah, I, I mean, I I get the feeling that they're going to release more stuff. Like this is just my gut. There feeling. was more stuff today. Oh, I know. There people was more were stuff linking today. us to pictures today, and I wish I hadn't looked at them. There's some really raunchy. Oh, I didn't see Hunter Biden picks out there. I didn't. I only saw the we. I only saw the Hunting Biden crack. Uh, crack. Pipe oh yeah. No, that one was saw. funny. But there's some actual ones I wish I hadn't seen. Oh, that good. People were linking me today. <laughs> so yeah. Anyways, it'll continue. The yep. Hunter Biden stuff will get worse and worse and worse. Right. And, I doubt anything will happen. Uh, the one thing that uh, the Lib Joe buddy of mine did say that I agreed with was nothing, uh, no legal action will probably come out of anything because the Republicans don't want to set a precedent for, uh, you know, because everybody in Congress has got their beaks wet and <sighs> yeah. some nasty deal or the other. And so Congress just doesn't want to set a precedent for uh for uh, legal action on those things because they're all involved in it in different ways the entire or government different... would just fall over yeah all branches would, of government the just... entire congress would go to jail yeah and you know maybe of course as we the people would prefer that but congress is not gonna start putting their own people in jail willy-nilly like that unless aliens <laughs> That's, that's your answer for everything, isn't it, Gonzo? Yeah, with the, my hair, I can probably do a Tsukalo's hairstyle right now. It's gotten pretty long. Oh, yeah. well, there or, we go. Or a we'll samurai. Need some, we'll need some. There's there's a prompt for the artists. Gonzo oh, there you with go. The Tsukalo's. Yeah. People have already mastered uh, <laughs> uh, drawing your headshot. Now they just got to put the Tsukalo's hair on it. All right. Uh, I think it's time to take a little break. Let's do it. It's break. That's right. We're just going to take a quick break. And I hate to do it because uh, viewership is pretty good right now. And we always lose about, I don't know, 10%, 20%. We can make it a little quicker. Well, yeah, we can. Well, we got anyways, we're going to take a quick break, but don't go anywhere. Because after the break, we're talking about uh, how tobacco is going to be involved in the COVID vaccine. Um, We also have some uh, some more vaccine news regarding some unexplained illnesses. Also, we're going to be talking about something called the Barrington Declaration, which Gons will be educating us all on. I'm not sure what that is. So um, there you go. So stick around. Don't go anywhere. We're just going to take a couple minutes uh, to thank some of our producers and some of our new Twitch followers. Gons is a short Twitch follower list. So let's zoom through it. You ready? Ready. Uh, Let's thank. We got to make it bigger. And ooh, Anhadelabare. Anhadelabare. Thank you. We got Harry Legs Joe. All right. Uh, Joe. Yeah. Oh, we have Harry Legs Biden and Harry Legs Joe. Oh, so both, yeah. He's he's helping us out. He's making multiple accounts to get th- to get the viewership up. Uh, next, on, we have man. Sun Warrior Eight N Three Three. Next, I want to thank Nola Sofia Ga. Then we have Dark Red Leet. It's Dark Red L E E Seven, which is Leet speak for leak Leet. So thank you, Dark Red Leet. Uh, we've got Jeff Set. 
And that's all of them. Thank you to those who are following us on Twitch. Helps us out quite a bit. And it helps you out because you need to follow us on multiple uh, outlets and turn on notifications. Um, The great culling happened on YouTube and we made it through this round, but who knows what will happen next time. (laughs) We're turning into that. uh, Oh, what was that movie with the when they chop off the guy's arm? It's the (laughs) he keeps fighting. Oh, the Monty Python. Monty Python. Thank you. (laughs) It is kind of of like it is, but. But but a flesh wound. wound. Yes. Um, But but seriously, I don't mean to be alarmist, but we did make it through that first calling. There's no guarantee we'll make it through the next one. So make sure to uh, follow us on Twitch, uh, multiple platforms, including Twitch tv slash canary cry radio turn on notifications because if we disappear from youtube uh you're just that's it folks you're not going to have anywhere to watch if you don't follow us on twitch okay next i want to uh say a little ditty about our value for value system you might notice if you're new to the show that we do not read advertisements we don't do any of that nonsense uh instead we work on the value for value system what does that mean well here's the thing we decided long ago uh even before it seemed to be well known that advertising was a an evil industry that uh, feeds on b another evil industry called big data and uh, inevitably is used to incentivize uh, guys and girls like us, Gons, who create some media on the internet. It incentivizes us to think of you, dear listener, as a commodity, a piece of cattle to be loaded up on a truck and sold to some big corporation for our own personal gain. It motivates content creators to turn on the humanity of their listeners to betray your trust and uh, to sell your attention to big corporations so we can make a buck. And we decided that that was a bad idea. It just was a hunch at the time. And lo and behold, it uh, turns out to be the case. So we don't uh, participate in any advertising. Instead, we have activated the value for value system, which is we create value. We do the show uh, pretty consistently and we do a pretty good job, I think. And uh, if you gain any value at all out of what we do, uh, you have the opportunity to put some value back into the show. And it's not just a donation. It's not charity. We can only do the show uh, through the funding of our producers. And that's why we call them producers, because it's the real world. If you help uh, to create a piece of media, you are a producer of that media. You're not just, uh, you know, somebody who threw them a couple bucks. And that's for real. That's a real thing. You can put that on your LinkedIn. You can put that on your resume. Give them our email and we will vouch for you because uh, you are a producer of Canary Cry Radio. When you support us in many different ways, one of the ways is financial support and uh one of the easiest ways to do that is to head to patreon.com slash ccnt for canary cry news talk that's patreon.com slash ccnt and uh guns i'm just reloading a little page here just in case aha I knew I should do that. And we had uh, one new producer come in on Patreon uh, during the show here. And that was uh, producer Joe. Thank you very much, producer Joe. Every legs, um, Joe. 
Joe Biden? Yeah. <laughs> no. No. Okay. Uh, Joe from Europe. Thank all you, right. Joe. Thank you, Joe. And uh, that's it. Those are all the producers for Canary Cry News Talk Patreon. But we also have patreon.com slash Canary Cry Radio. If you haven't done it yet, search out Canary Cry Radio. That's our interview style show you should definitely check out. Different show, but we'll thank our producers here. We have uh, Aidan again, or Aiden. Aiden Aidan. Producer Aiden Idon, thank you very much again for coming in on uh, this Patreon. Yes. And then again during the show, we had uh, a produ- a new producer come in, uh, Patreon Account of the Year. He's back on He's board. Back. Thank you very much, pra- Patreon Account of the Year producer. Uh, you're back. Fell off for a second, but made his- made their way back. Now. Uh, that's how you do it. Patreon.com slash CCNT. But if you don't like Patreon, that's okay. A lot of people don't like Patreon and we support you. Um, you can go to CanaryCryRadio.com slash support. CanaryCryRadio.com slash support. That's right. CanaryCryRadio.com slash support. Uh, you can, we've got PayPal options for producership. You can do a monthly producership, or if commitment is not your thing, you can do a one-time producership in any amount. There's also cryptocurrency and some other fun ways to support the show there. Uh, Gons, who do we have coming in on PayPal? PayPal, we have producer Mark coming in. $33.75. Thank you, hey, producer Mark. There we go. It's we the, got uh, the 33 and the Trump, Trump tax donation all smashed into one. Perfect. And, and Mark says, great work, gents. God bless. Well, thank you very much, producer Mark. We also have producer Kara coming in at $33. Thank you very much, Kara or Sarah. Or Sarah. Yeah. Or Sarah. Correct us if you want. Yes. Thank you, producer Sarah, Kara, Kara, Sarah. Uh, we also have producer Charlie. Thank you, Charlie. Thank she, you, producer Charlie. She comes in at $75.33. Ooh, the, the reverse, the Trump tax and then the 33 producership. Yes. and she's, Are we uh, allowed to say this? I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, we'll save that for next time. Okay. Charlie, you know the detail we want to say, but we... We don't like giving things away. We're not supposed to. We're not supposed and, to dox uh, people. And Charlie says, thank you for all your hard work and dedication. You're welcome, Charlie. And oh, thank, thank you, you for your producership. Yes. We also have uh, producer Sergey coming in. Thank you, producer Sergey. Hey, Sergey, back on the train. Thanks, producer Sergey. We also have producer Brandon. Yes. And Producer Brandon sent a little message, says William Steele sends his best regards. Ooh, cryptic. William Steele, notorious jewel thief and friend of Ghislaine Maxwell. And apparently friend of Brandon's. Yeah, Brandon is hooked in. Yeah, Brandon. Hooked in. Uh, We also want to thank all the people who have subscribed on CanaryCryRadio.com slash support. With uh, different amounts, we thank you. I know we don't monthly always, producers. Thank yes, you, thank you, thank you. We don't always uh, call you guys out, but we do see you, and we are very grateful for you. Thank you very much. Um, no, just crypto. to be clear, mm-hmm. I do want to. I do want to just give a little piece of information. You'll notice we don't read out every single monthly producer every month, um, but we do c- give you a shout out when you become the producer. 
So right. uh, just for anybody thinking about producing, if you come in on the monthly support, we we do still give you your producership on the show. Uh, we just can't read every single uh, monthly producer, every single show. Okay. Okay. Cool. There you go. Perfect. Uh, again, as you mentioned, you can go to canarycryradio.com slash crypto to uh, learn more about crypto. And also perhaps if you choose to support with crypto, uh, we don't have any knights or dames on this episode. The other way you can support the show with your producership is with your talent. And we ask that you send us jingles, music, or art. Uh, today, we don't have any jingles that were sent in, at least not uh, from the last time I checked. But mm-hmm. we do have some art. One art, please. Woo! <laughs> You'll notice I put uh, one came in during the show. Yes, guns. I got that. I got okay. that one. Okay. Uh, so first we have art from our prolific artist, Ali. This is Kamala. Uh, Kamala Harris takes on Rebecca Black. Do you Very. know that reference? Uh, is, is, uh, no, I don't. Did I miss? Okay. Something? So Rebecca black, this was way back. Uh, I'm going to say 2009 or 10, Ooh. maybe 12. Um, Rebecca black was, uh, she was the daughter of a very rich person. And basically this rich person just paid a bunch of money to a PR agency to make Rebecca black into a pop star. She came out she had one song that got like 11 million views in a day because it was so bad and it was uh it was oh. friday the friday yes, friday I remember. wasn't that <laughs> wasn't that like uh i thought that song was made in some kind of like traveling studio van or something that like mm. comes and I don't know. It yeah, might have anyway. been, or it might have been, might have not been. But yeah, basically, it was a company that you give them, you know, tens of thousands of dollars, and they will just m- write a song for you, and you just perform in it, and they kind of make you into a pop star. Just right. it's like a pop star in a box type of thing. Right, right, right. And yeah, Rebecca Black. That song blew up. It's an awful song. The video is horrible. <laughs> And when I say horrible, it's it's great. It's hilarious, but it's just like, oh, it did not work out. Yes. Uh, so Allie here mashed up Kamala Harris with Rebecca Black. DD59 uh, in the chat says, Allie, this is dark, but you are on your game, girl. <laughs> yes, a very good uh, drawing of Kamala in her sort of her infamous cackle face. Right. It's very, very good. Very good. Yes. Very good. She really, again, Allie has a way of not just visually representing uh, these people, but really getting in, like communicating the spiritual significance of these moments. (laughs) Yeah. Great job. Allie. I I do remember that song, but uh, yeah, it's a little past my, my, you know, my time of, yeah, you. Really this would not have that. been on your radar. I was already time. married. Yeah, missed it. Um, yeah, but I do remember the song, uh, mm-hmm. especially when I was a high school tech. Oh my goodness, <laughs> that was definitely a thing. Um, okay, thank you, Allie. Fantastic art as always. You can see all the art at CanaryCryNewsTalk.com. Next up, we have one from Yvonne. Yvonne came in with Eurolock. Mm, yes, and, and it this is. is uh, a representation of Europe, the the current relocking down of Europe. Who is this from? Yvonne. Oh, Yvonne. Yeah, very good. Uh, and we've got uh, it's a, a 
quite quite well done sort of mixed landscape here of some big beautiful dark clouds against a blue sky with a city skyline and then what looks like a park or a field and there's a little lake there as well and a big old lock a padlock in the middle with a big blue key sitting next to it and it says europe and this is regarding the current re-locking down of europe and uh, they mentioned that America's next. Watch out. Yeah. And we were talking about the whole Canadian thing a minute ago with, uh, you know, the whole you know FEMA camp esque type of stuff they're planning for Canadians uh, in uh-huh. early 2021. Yeah. And uh, it should be noted that uh, Canada is still owned by the queen, the queen. The, she is the monarch of Canada. Yeah. Well, so. yeah. Yes, she is. Um, shout out to Euro Pop Mart in YouTube. No lockdown was necessary here in Sweden. That's right, Sweden. You're doing it right. I miss you. <laughs> uh, all right. So, Yvonne, thank you very much. Very good piece of art there. The next one is by Gabriella. This mm-hmm. one is Confusion of Faces, Daniel 9, verse 8. And, um, she had a little note to go with it to explain what uh, the piece had to do about. It references Daniel 9, 8. O Lord, to us belongeth confusion of faces to our kings, to our princes, and to our fathers, because we have sinned against thee. So there you go. That is uh, the reference here. Uh, of course, these faces are all masked. Yes, Which I think is the, the masks the across the world there. Yes. yes. Um, and the, <laughs> I just had to do an image search. So the sort of, um, I don't know, African feathered mask, mm-hmm. some sort of tribal feathered mask that is included there. And just for those who are listening, we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, uh, human beings here. All of them I'm, are masked. I count. There's, oh, you're right. Seven. I, yeah. wow. I'm losing my ability to different. Count. different races and genders and looks and they've all got their mask on uh but in the back there is uh, a a woman in a burqa uh, a different kind of mask right and then in the back also there's sort of a tribal um kind of looks like a tribal african masked person and it reminded me and i'm wondering if it reminded anybody i don't know if they meant to uh to trigger me in this way but do you uh does the reference arise chicken mean anything to you no arise chicken arise Uh, no okay that's okay i didn't think it would but it's uh you know maybe i'll just save it for those who know the reference arise chicken arise uh, you will recognize this mask. Um, I did have to look it up, though. It's not exact. I don't think they meant to make that illusion, but very good piece of art uh, anyhow. Um, who is this again? Gabriella. Gabriella. Thank you very much, Gabriella. Very you, well producer done. producer Gabriella. And we got one more. Came in at the nick of time. And this one's by 88. And this is called Basil. Your headset envy is showing. <laughs> and again, this is the, uh, this <laughs> it's, uh, you on the bottom left. <laughs> okay. As, may as, I, may I yes, take a stab go ahead, at it? Go ahead. Go All ahead, right. Go so ahead. this is in reference to my, uh, headset envy, uh, from last episode. 
And we've got, of course, me in canary form wearing my uh, VR headset. And uh, I think that's you on the right, Gons. That is me, yeah. Yes, and you've got a headset to rival all headsets. <laughs> Your headset has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven eyeballs on it. Uh, hmm, maybe some lots of sevens here, seven people, seven lenses on ah. your mask. And you're kind of dressed up like a, like a secret agent uh-huh. or like a, it reminds me of splinter cell. Did you ever play yes, splinter cell? I did. Yeah. The, the goggles of the splinter cell. Yes. Yeah. And you've got a sort of your covert beanie and your co- collars up and you've got a sweet turtleneck and a, ma- and a <laughs> ski mask on. And, uh, you're saying we should come up. Oh, this was a, a comment we made last yeah, time an, yeah it in was big text it says we should come up with our own canary cry intelligence referring to uh doing some canary cry intelligence uh agency work there and a little tag on your jacket says ccia which is very good i don't know how we missed that or did we m- mention that i, I don't, don't know. know ccia canary cry intelligence agency and you've got a uh like a grappling hook gun mm-hmm uh, come to grips.co. I wonder if that's an actual thing we can go to, but you've also got a little tablet out and it says hack complete. So secret agents, uh, gons. And I'm very, very jealous of you, Gonzo. And your caption says, ah, nani, which means what in Japanese? Oh, I was wondering what that is. And look at that. Our combined, uh, set of, uh, <laughs> information took two of us has, to decode the art took, took two of us but we got there <laughs> we got there all right thank you ah, nani. yeah it's an anime type of thing that you can and uh great great art all around from all of our artist producers thank you guys so so much um i do have something to mention i am going to check our email really quick uh, producer Dust, who runs Canary Cry Merch Perch, sent yeah. us an email, and he's saying he's having a hard time getting people to send him art. Um, we need to decide how to do this, Gons, because we can send him all of the art that we have, well, or we can direct him to get to where to get it. Yeah. Uh, but we are having the issue of we need to make sure that there is an implication that if you are sending art into the show that we, ha- that producer dust has permission to put it on a shirt or something. Right. And that they'll be able to accept some kind of tip. So that that's the other part of this. that makes it uh, challenging. Yeah. So, well, I mean, that can always get figured out. Uh, And of course, you don't have to accept tips if you don't want to. Um, But I mean, I'm tempted to say, let's just lay down the law now that if you are sending art, I mean, there's the implication is that you are allowing us to use it uh, for whatever we want to do. And we must do that. And of course, in the Canary Cry family here, uh, if tips come for you, the artist, through the Canary Cry merch perch, we will reach, not we, but producer Dust will reach out and uh, make sure that that all gets to the right place. Um, so I'm going to say that if you specifically don't want your art to make it on any T-shirts, uh, let us know. That's what it is. It's an opt out. Okay. So if you do not want any of your art to make it on Canary Cry merch, uh you uh must tell us otherwise it's going to go 
I'm going to send it over there. Right. Um, or, or and, just... and part of this is because the, the t-shirt, the merch is sold at cost. Right. There's no profit being made on this merch. Yes. And just to mention to dust, if you're listening, uh, you can just go to canarycrynewstalk.com and all the art is there on every episode. So one yes. way to easily get it without having to email back and forth and whatnot. Mm-hmm. There we go. Okay. I think that's all I have. Okay. Uh, just a quick thank you to producer that night wind for continuing with her generous uh, offer of uh, her time and giving us time stamps for the show. And also uh, you mentioned it canary cry merch perch where you can get merchandise labeled merch baby. Yes. Again, all sold at cost, but you have an opportunity to tip the webmaster, the artist or uh, Gons and I. Yes. And uh, you got, do you have some reviews to read because it's Friday? Oh yeah, baby. It's Friday. That means it's reviews day. And uh, remember if you want to, well, it's, it's needed. It's always needed more reviews. It's very important to keep that train going. Gons and I have no control over those algorithms that is completely reviewer led. Um, and so I want to thank these people and read some great reviews. If you want to do it now, you can Google Apple Podcasts Canary Cry News Talk. Apple Podcast Canary Cry News Talk. That will take you to the place where you can leave a review. And here's one from 630 WT Law. Uh, oh, I think it's 63 Outlaw. Yeah, okay. Uh, five stars says great show. I've really been enjoying the show. I started a week or so ago. Wow, newcomer. And have been getting caught up on on past episodes. Okay, going through the catalog. This show is one of the few places you can get news analysis on topics most other outlets won't cover. This is what it really means to be woke. You guys are doing a great job. Thank you so much, 63 Outlaw. Right. Wonderful, wonderful review. Next, we have Home Slices, another five stars. I'm not crazy. Thankful. Uh, this kind of content exists. This is my wavelength and I have no outlets in quote real life besides dear mother. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, mother. Thank you, mother. And thank you. Home slices. Home slices. Next we have Gonzasaurus five stars says maybe yes. If you are questioning everything in life, you are in the right spot. Apart from the occasional tardiness, parenthetical, Basil, no more food. This (laughs) podcast is solid and will fill your mind with some craziness, parenthetical, in the good way. They offer wonderful commentary and ultimately point you to the true wellspring of life, Jesus. I appreciate these guys. Uh, also when my kids asking for something, I give them the basil dinosaur noise. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Look what you've done. You traumatized oh, children with your dinosaurs. It's going to be, it's going to become a core memory for this child. <laughs> okay. Next we got five stars from, uh, dub. Oh gosh. D dub de block. D dub de block. Cowabunga. Uh, five stars. Cowabunga. Dudes, if you aren't listening to this yet, what are you doing with your life? But seriously, as a longtime listener of Basil and Gons, they are the bomb diggity. So stop listening to that filthy trash the dragon tries to fill your mind and heart with and plug in Gasoline Bonds. Thank you very much, Dub Block. 
Um, next, this is over on the Canary Cry Radio review page, but I wanted to read it here. Five stars from J Bones R. Great work. Current events with a sane, unbiased approach. I enjoy the biblical undertones as well. Thanks for your time and hard work. You're so welcome, J Bones R. And there we go. Those are all the reviews for this week. Remember, folks, please leave us some ratings and reviews. I will be reading them every Friday. Um, Not only do Gons and I read all of them ourselves, and it is lovely to get that feedback, um, but it also is mind control for the algorithms. Um, If the when you leave ratings and reviews, especially good ones, uh, the algorithms are forced against their own will to uh to uh send the show to other people to share the show with people might who might not have heard of it so it's a great easy way to help out the show spread the word and uh do a little good in the world and it's a very easy way to do that so thank you for everybody who left reviews again if you haven't done it now's your time now's the time to leave a review This is a call out to everyone who has not left a review. Google uh, or DuckDuckGo or Bing or whatever your search engine of choice. Type in Apple Podcasts, Canary Cry News Talk. Leave a review. Thank you very much. That is all. Yes, it's wake up time. Hey, y'all, wake up. Walk ching. Walk ching. Walk walk, walk ching. Walk ching. Okay, folks. Oh, you want to do this one? Oh, it's up to you. If you want to do it, you can do it. I don't mind. Oh, uh, let me look at what we got here. No, because, um, oh, I see. Yeah, you do it. Okay. NPR.org. Tobacco plants contribute key ingredient for COVID-19 vaccine. And it says here, historically, tobacco plants are responsible for their share of illness and death. Now they may help control the COVID-19 pandemic. Two biotech companies are using the tobacco plant, Nicotiana Benthamiana as biofactories to produce a key protein from the coronavirus that can be used in a vaccine. Quote, there's obvious irony there, says James Figlar, executive vice president for research and development for R.J. Reynolds Tobacco. Reynolds owns Kentucky Bioprocessing, one of the uh, one of the companies working on COVID-19 vaccine from plant. Quote, if you wanted to be cynical about it, you could, he says, but we tend to think of it as like at the end of the day, the tobacco plant in and of itself is still just a plant. Vaccines work by tricking people's immune system into believing it's been exposed to a virus so it can fight the virus off if the real thing should ever turn up. There are various ways to do that. One is to introduce something that looks like a virus to the immune system but isn't infectious. That's the approach Kentucky Bioprocessing is using. To make its vaccine, the company starts with tobacco seeds, that they plant in a greenhouse. When the plants are approximately 25 days old, they're dipping into a solution containing agrobacteria. These are microorganisms that infect plants. In this case, they've been modified to contain instructions for making a protein from the coronavirus. The plants take up those instructions. Seven days after being exposed to the agrobacteria, quote, we harvest the plant, go through an extraction and purification process, and at the end of the cycle, we have 99.9% pure protein, says company president Hugh Hayden. They forgot to the parentheses there. A separate hmm. set of plants produces a tiny particle for packaging the viral proteins. Quote, once each of those components have uh, has been manufactured and purified separately, we chemically attach them to each other, Hayden says. 
The result is something that can be injected into a human as a vaccine. Still sounds so not cool. The result is something that can be injected into a human as a vaccine and will prompt an immune response that should, in theory, protect someone from dying from COVID-19 or just like 99.9% of people that get it. Quote, to all intents and purposes, it looks like a virus, says Bruce Clark, CEO of Medicago, or Medicago, Medicago, a Canadian biotech company that's also using tobacco plants to make a vaccine. Quote, so when it, pre- uh, so when it presents to the body, it looks and generates a response like a virus, but it has no genetic material inside, so it can't actually infect someone, Clark says. Medicagos uh, has already begun testing his vaccine candidate in humans, resulting from the initial studies are expected soon. Uh, blah, blah, blah. kind of goes on here. Not much left to mention, but there you go. Some so of these, the story. Uh, there's there's t- taba- the tobacco is in the vaccine. Yeah, they basically, yeah, they're using uh, the tobacco plant to, yeah, to come up with the, the chemical purified. Uh, that helps out in the vaccine, the microorganism that you know what's interesting. Um, when the the last Ebola thing was going on, mm-hmm. uh, tobacco was helping with the Ebola problem too. There's yeah. something about tobacco that it has. I I don't want to make any claims. I don't know the science, but uh, this tobacco and virus connection um, is coming up a lot and. Uh, if you're following a lot of the deeper research on COVID-19, there's a lot of connections with Ebola. Um, yeah. And so that makes sense that tobacco would be involved in the COVID-19 vaccine as well. Uh, but that's very interesting. I don't know if anybody out there, right? We have doctors and scientists and people who listen to the show. Um, if somebody wants to, help me out with this uh send us an email canarycryradio at gmail.com um this this article didn't really go into the science of it but it is weird you know we're, we've spent so much of our life being taught that uh back bad but apparently it can cure us now well i think it's how it's consumed more so yes, than in the tobacco course. itself this is, this is not a Yes, this is not a an invitation to start smoking. Uh, in fact, smoking cigarettes apparent allegedly has a very negative effect on COVID nineteen. Apparently, or at least your chances of uh, catching it it increases your chances. Or something. well, if you're chain smoking with your buddies on the porch, blowing out all your virus particles. <laughs> but uh, yeah, very interesting. And yeah, of course, this is a uh, you know tobacco. Uh, even marijuana to an extent, a lot of it was propagandized to be like bad, evil. Um, in fact, I think marijuana was uh, a lot of it, the bad PR that it received in the 1900s was due to the tobacco, the big tobacco companies yeah, you know, saying it, it's horrible. Um, also, also the, uh, the paper industry. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we, the weird, the weird uh, actual history of, to uh, marijuana illegalization right, right. is a really complicated one. It is. And, and of course, you know, you'll, you hear people talk about, well, George Washington was growing hemp and, you know, yeah, they all did. Rope. Yeah, they all did. And a lot of the, you know, clothing, useful, useful plant. Yeah. Yeah. Again, plant, <laughs> it's really just a plant. <laughs> if you really think about yeah. it, 
It's all been it's politicized. The devil's lettuce, guns. I know it makes you all insane and crazy. <laughs> but uh, okay, so there you go. Tobacco plants helping the Ronas. Who would have thought? Yeah, it is weird. I want to know more. That's right. Speak of the devil, guns over here at <laughs> CNN.com. Article titled Johnson and Johnson pauses COVID-19 vaccine trial after unexplained illness. You heard that right. Different company, different vaccine, same problem as the rest of them. Well, maybe they should use tobacco is what I'm saying. <laughs> Johnson and Johnson, clearly that whatever they're doing is not working. Oh, no. Elon Muskrat, you smell so bad in the Twitch chat. Says, if I smoke cigs, I can't get sick, right? Elon. <laughs> Come on, Elon. Elon. Uh, the article reads, drug maker Johnson & Johnson said Monday it had paused the advanced clinical trial of its experimental coronavirus vaccine because of an unexplained illness in one of the volunteers. Quote, following our guidelines, the participant's illness is being reviewed and evaluated by the Ensemble Independent Data Safety Monitoring Board, the DSMB, as well as our internal clinical and safety physicians, the company said in a statement. Ensemble is the name of the study. Okay. I wonder what weird connection that is. Why is it named Ensemble? Um, quote, adverse events, illnesses, accidents, etc. Even those that are serious are an, un are, are an expected part of any clinical study, especially large studies. The pause was first reported by Stat News. Uh, Johnson & Johnson... Jo oh my God. Johnson & Johnson's Janssen vaccine <laughs> arm is... I'm sorry, I don't know. That's so funny. Johnson... Because Johnson? you're picturing people in boardrooms come up with the names is <laughs> yeah. why it's funny. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Welcome to the Johnson & Johnson meeting. <laughs> okay, what are we going to call the vaccine arm? Hold on. Janssen. <laughs> what should we call our vaccine arm? Johnson and Johnson? Janssen. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Here we go. Oh my gosh. This is bad. I'm not going to be able to do this. Johnson and Johnson's Janssen vaccine arm is developing the shot. The company did not say what the unexplained illness was, but one point. Okay. You're going to make it? Come on, bro. I'm going to make it. Hold on. I got to stop looking at it. Hold on. I got to scroll so I can't see Johnson & Johnson's Janssen. The company did not say what the unexplained illness was, but the point of clinical trials is to find out if vaccines cause dangerous side effects. Trials are stopped when they pop up while doctors check to see if the illness can be linked to the vaccine or is a coincidence quote based on our strong commitment to safety all clinical studies conducted by the Janssen pharmaceutical companies of Johnson Johnson have pre-specified guidelines these ensure our studies may be paused if an unexpected serious adverse event that might be related to a vaccine or study drug is reported so there can be a careful review of all the medical information before deciding whether to restart the study the company said we quote we must respect this participant's privacy we're also learning more about this participant's illness and it's important to have all the facts before we share additional information the company added 
Quote, serious adverse events are not uncommon in the clinical trials. The number of serious adverse events can reasonably be expected to increase in trials involving large numbers of participants. Yeah, so it's a similar concept as if we test more people for COVID, more people are going to have yeah, COVID. Exactly. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. That is yeah. exactly the point. I yeah. Go ahead. On Tuesday, the company said it was still not known if the illness was in someone who got the vaccine or who got the placebo. What? How do you get an illness from a placebo? You know what's craziest? The company said it was still not known if the illness was in someone who got the vaccine or the placebo. Oh, they know. Uh, they they have to may know. say they don't know, but they know. They probably had whoever reported it was part of the blind test side of things. Yeah, yeah, right. Giving yeah, them the benefit of the doubt. There's double blind stuff. It, that's right. And that's a good point to make. When it comes to double blind studies like this, A, you know, it's just good uh, science to do double blind, but it also decreases liability for the company. Yeah, That's yep, something yep. they don't talk about much. Quote, we are now awaiting further, further medical information and evaluation, which we will then forward to the DSMB for further independent recommendations. Matthai Mammon, mm. Mm. global head of research and development at Janssen, said Tuesday on the company's third quarter earnings call. Further, as many trials are placebo controlled, it is not always immediately apparent whether a participant received a study or treatment or a placebo. Let me just scroll here. They really are not giving us any information. Such a pause is not immediately concerning, agreed Dr. Ashish Jha, the dean of the Brown University School of Public Health. Quote, this is completely expected, and it's just a reminder how ridiculous it is to try to meet a political timeline of having a vaccine before November 3rd. Of course. Oh, guess who said that? <laughs> well, it was Jha, but they were saying it to Chris Cuomo. Yeah, they're not trying. He's not trying to save people. He's trying to kill Catholics. <laughs> the quote, the Johnson and Johnson trial is the biggest trial of the vac of the vaccine that I know of. 60,000 people, Ja said within that trial, you'd expect a few pauses. No kidding. The drug maker said there is a significant distinction between a study pause and a regulatory hold on the clinical trial. Quote, a study pause in which recruitment, blah, blah, blah. I don't need your explanations. This is the second phase three coronavirus vaccine trial to be paused in the U.S. AstraZeneca's vaccine trial was paused last month because of a neurological complication in a volunteer in Britain. While the trial resumed there and in other countries, it remains paused in the United States while the U.S. Food and Drug Administration investigates. Quote, we want the vaccine to be safe and we've got to let the process play out. And it's going to take a while, Shaz said. To me, it's reassuring that companies are acting responsibly and pausing when they need to. Johnson's phase three trial started in September. Uh, it's one of six coronavirus, uh, blah, blah, blah. They just give us a little wrap up at the bottom. So, you know, there's a stark difference in the reporting of this particular pause than with the AstraZeneca pause. Remember when AstraZeneca had their pause, it was all this is horrible we're all gonna die trump trump killed us because of his fast vaccines right and this reporting is don't worry is completely normal totally expected we were planning on this happening it's all good nobody <laughs> panic 
You know, it's a completely different, um, completely different uh, uh, tone. And here's, you know, I should have looked this up and I didn't. And but I can almost guarantee, you know, what the difference is, Gons? What is it? Johnson and Johnson is an advertiser on CNN. Ah, oh yeah, that's what it is. Yep, and AstraZeneca is not. And that's why advertising is evil, people, because CNN is here to protect their advertiser, Johnson & Johnson, and attack their non-advertiser, AstraZeneca. Because it I, is a financial competition here. Who gets the vaccine out first? That's exactly right. Yep. I do need to confirm that, but I can almost 100% guarantee that uh, Johnson & Johnson, I mean, it's it's... Yeah, I don't even know why I'm trying to disclaim this. It's almost guaranteed, but I do need to confirm that. All right. But that would explain it. Yep. One more story. We got to get through it quickly here. We got a hard out like oh. now. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah so we'll go. do it quick. State sponsored propaganda machinery. A pandemic special. This is from The Spectator. And the title of the article is Why Can't We Talk About the Great Barrington Declaration? Oh, yeah. What is it, Gons? You probably haven't heard of the Great Barrington Declaration. This is a I haven't. <laughs> this is a petition started by three scientists on 4th October calling for governments to adopt a policy of, quote, focused protection when it comes to COVID-19. They believe those most at risk should be offered protection, although it shouldn't be mandatory. And those not at risk, which is pretty much everyone under 65 without an underlining health condition, or underlying health condition should be encouraged to return to normal. And this way the majority will get infected and then recover gradually building up herd immunity. And that in turn will mean the elderly and the vulnerable no longer have to hide themselves away. According to these experts, this is the tried and tested way of managing the risk posed by a new infectious disease dating back thousands of years. The three scientists who created it aren't outliers or cranks. But professors at Oxford, Harvard, and Stanford, and since its launch, the, de- de- the declaration, uh, the declaration, been signed by tens of thousands of epidemiologists and public health scientists, including a Nobel Prize winner. So why haven't you heard of it? The short answer is there's been a well-orchestrated attempt to suppress and discredit it. I searched for it on Google last Saturday, and the top link was to an article in an obscure left-wing magazine claiming the petition was the work of a, quote, climate science denial network funded by a right-wing billionaire. The top video link was a Channel 4 news report in which Devi Shridhar, or Shridhar, a public health advisor to the Scottish government, denounced the declaration as not scientific. A bit rich, considering Devi's PhD is in social anthropology, whereas Sunetra Gupta, one of the petition's authors, is a global expert on infectious diseases. In the first 10 pages of Google search results, not one took me to the actual declaration. It is hard to find any mention of it on Reddit, the world's best-known discussion website. The two most popular subreddits devoted to the virus, rCOVID-19 and rCoronavirus, have excised, uh, have excised have excised all references to it with the moderators of the latter denouncing it as quote spam a similar line has been taken by nearly all left leaning newspapers the guardian ran an article on the declaration last saturday but only to flag up 
that it's more than 400,000 signatories included a handful of dubious sounding experts such as Dr. Johnny Bananas and Dr. (laughs) 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 and Professor Kamenik Dummings. Uh, Hardly surprising given that. Dr. Johnny Bananas? Hardly surprising given that lockdown zealots have been openly encouraging their followers on social media to sign up with fake names. But it gets worse. On Monday, Professor Gupta appeared on BBC News to talk about the new lockdown measures. Guns, I'm sorry. But if Dr. Johnny Bananas doesn't follow us on Twitch by next episode, (laughs) I'm going to be very disappointed. (laughs) Okay. All right. Somebody reach out to Dr. Johnny Bananas. Make sure he gets a link to the show. Somebody call him. Tell him to join the Twitch. Yeah. Uh, Just before she went on air, one of the producers told her not to mention the declaration. Naturally, she ignored this instruction, but where did it come from? At the end of last month, Professor Susan Mitchie, a member of SAGE, took to Twitter to complain that she'd been invited onto the Today program to discuss focused protection on the understanding that the scientists behind it would be portrayed as beyond the pale, only for Professor Gupta to make a compelling logical argument. Uh, I quote, I got prior agreement from R4 about the framing of the item, she wrote. I was assured that this would not be held as an even-handed debate. On whose authority has she been given that assurance? I suspect Ofcom's coronavirus guidance has something to do with it. This guidance published when the lockdown was announced in March warns broadcasters to exercise extreme caution before criticizing the response by the public health authorities or interviewing any skeptics. The organization I set up last February, the Free Speech Union, is currently trying to judicially review this guidance but in the interim uh the bbc no longer needs to suppress discussion of the declaration because the who the world health organization the most respectable public health authority in the Mm. world has done a u-turn on lockdowns this was clear on spectator tv last week by professor david nabarro one of six coronavirus uh envoys appointed by the who's director general quote we in the world health organization did not advocate lockdowns as the primary means of control of this virus he told Andrew Neal before going on to highlight the collateral damage they've caused across the world, echoing the words of the declaration. Ignore the censors and the smear merchants. Go to gbdeclaration.org and sign the petition. So, you know, a little little bit of a personal agenda there in terms of so the spectator. Is, so this is interesting. This is a, a okay. I, I might need a little bit of a review. So the- yes. Barrington Declaration was a group of 10,000 epidemiologists who are saying what now? They're saying that people, that most people under 65 mm-hmm. can go back to normal. And, ah. and, and everybody over 65 that, that are at risk, you know, give them the care if they want it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and okay, and that they're saying that this is how you were going to get herd immunity. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, isn't that crazy? And, you know, we didn't cover it, and uh, No Agenda covered it great, but the who coming out and saying that lockdowns don't work and we shouldn't be locking down and don't lock down. That from the World Health Organization, Mm -hmm. the and yet, at least here in America, and as we've seen across Europe, Lockdowns continue, and yes, this Barrington Declaration, 
I mean, you talk about believing the authorities or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's not a it's not like a registered group that would have an agenda. It's just 10,000 individual epidemiologists who are trying to get the truth out there. Right. Well, and yeah, the the three who started it uh who created the the declaration are professors at Oxford, Harvard and Stanford. So I don't know yeah. how Oh my gosh. You can't, wow. You can't this really is get in big. It is big, but it, no one's covering it. You know, nobody no, is talking about it. Not because, you know, this is really a nail in the coffin. I think so. Everything is, it's all political. The yep. lockdowns are political and not just political, but as you know, if you're listening to this show, a, a grasp to claw more control, uh, to globalize things, to uh, gain more control over individuals' lives even though it has no medical bearing on what we should be doing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, even saying that might get us kicked off YouTube, but it's just the truth and we can't not say it. Yeah. And, uh, Euro pop Mart in the chat, uh, TLAV, uh, Ryan Christensen and Whitney Webb have been covering it well. So yeah, I know they've been covering it. Um, you know, we're just trying to do our part to just mention it at least to get, you know, get people out there if Absolutely. you're interested to look into it. It's another one of those things you can share with your normie friends. And um, yeah, there's going to be some disinfo type of stuff out there on it. Obviously, Google looks like they've censored it. Well, and it is unfortunate that Johnny Bananas had to sign. <laughs> Johnny <but> Bananas. <laughs> well, that's part of it. That's part that of poor the, guy. the d d disinfo campaign, you know. And that's how they disinfo a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you pick out one si poor guy. I mean, probably is a real guy. Who knows? I don't know. Whatever. Maybe it <laughs> slipped in there, but probably a real guy, gets, a real enough, guy. gets enough guff every day of his life. <laughs> Patients coming in, having to call him Dr. Johnny Bananas. And now he's getting picked out out of 10,000 doctors to discredit maybe the most important document of the 21st century. Poor guy. <laughs> Dr. Johnny Bananas, don't worry. Some artist is going to render you and we will immortalize you on this show. Dr. Johnny Bananas, you're going to be on a t-shirt, buddy. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Well, that's good. Barrington Declaration. Find it, folks. Find it. That's important. Are we able to see it? Can we pull it up anywhere? I Yeah, I can go to the website to see if we can oh pull gosh, it Oh my gosh, I'm choking on my own Johnny Bananas <laughs> joke. <laughs> Interesting how they didn't link to the actual website, the gbdeclaration.org. So here it is. Johnson and Johnson. Jansen. <laughs> Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> Jansen's Dr. Johnny Bananas. Oh, gosh. All right. <laughs> all right well you're <sighs> right we're coming we're up against my heart out so we gotta go okay let's do it okay. we're done all right everybody we did it we did another show thank you for being here the show is not what it is without you and we appreciate all of our producers our very important producers if you haven't done it yet in the chat uh make sure to thank your producers producer joe producer aiden Idon, producer Patreon account of the year, producer Mark, producer Sarah, pr producer Kara, producer Charlie, producer Sergey, producer Brandon, producer that's it. And thanks to all of our 
uh, artists, Ali, Yvonne, Gabriella, and 88. Thank you guys so much. And a big old thank you to producer That Night Wind for giving us the timestamps for the YouTube video. Make sure to use it to jump around and uh, find the things you need to find on the YouTube video there. Remember, we're on the value for value system. We need producers uh, to, to do the show. We can't do the show without our producers. Next show is going to be Monday the 19th. Oof. Put it on your calendar. Turn on notifications. Monday the 19th, sometime between noon and 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, be there or be square. And remember... To become a producer over the weekend here. You got some time. Um, we th- uh, Yes. And artists, that's your time too. Come on, artists. We haven't had any jingles past couple episodes. Well, at least this episode. So if you're a musician or you know your way around some sound editing software, uh, please create some jingles for us. Uh, this really Jingles, that might be the hardest thing to do because you kind of got to look into the future. What things are coming up? That or, uh, we'll need a jingle for. Or, or you, you can, can make take, one for yeah, Johnny can, Bananas. I was going to say, you can take <laughs> topics or things we've mentioned and turn them into songs. Like uh, That's right. Kind of like how uh, People Zoo came about. So That's you know, right. Different ways to, to go about it. Yes. And remember, if you're a musician, you can make a show-related song. We'll be playing it on the Canary Cry mixtape at the end of the show here. So make sure to stick around for that. And uh, let's see. Now, most importantly, you got friends, you got family. They're all starting to wake up to the fact that the world is not what it seems. And that's great. That's good news. But if they're uh, if they need a place, a lighthearted place uh, to continue the waking up process, go ahead and send them an episode. Send them this episode. They need to know about Dr. Johnny Bananas. (laughs) And uh, we'll be happy to be a part of that journey for them. Um, share an episode, share episodes out on your social. It's what we got to do folks, especially after the great culling, the, uh, the, the outlets, the, the number of, uh, people making this content that are not banned is pretty slim. And we're lucky enough to be one of them right now. Um, so now's the time to get the show out there. Remember to leave ratings and reviews. Uh, please. Thank you. I'll be reading those next Friday. And if you need any other instructions, here's what you do. You walk right up to him, you grab him by the cage, and then you shake it. The end of the world occurred pretty much as we had predicted. I want to shake things up, stir up some controversy, rattle a few cages. Hey, stop that! Don't ever silence me! I'm the last angry man, a crusader for the little guy! Leave the bird alone! Never! Rattle a few cages! The human race will have every opportunity to improve. And if they don't? Ask Noah. That's right, folks. Just ask Noah. All right. Remember, we'll be back on Monday the 19th, sometime between noon and 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Be there. And uh, we'll be here as well. And so will your producers. Remember, if you want to get hooked in with the Canary Cry Prayer family, the producers, email canaryprayer at gmail.com. You can send prayer requests. You can also join the team. Uh, make sure to do that if that's your thing. Um, let's see. Canary Cry Merch Perch. We're working on it. Uh, if you are an artist and you don't want your art used... 
email us. Otherwise, it will get used. There you go. You have been warned. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode. Wait, Gon's any last words? Canarycry.community for social media away from all these platforms. Yes, your your ex-Facebook users, head over to canarycry.community. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode of Canary Cry News Talk. Make sure to tune in next time. But until then, think outside the cage. Hallelujah. Son of a beasting. Look it up. I wanna shake things up, shake things up. I wanna shake things up, shake things up. Leave the bird alone. I wanna stir up some controversy. I wanna rattle a few cages. I wanna rattle a few cages. I'm the last angry man. You'll never silence me. I'm the last angry man. Oh, 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 I I'm the last angry man. You'll never silence I'm me. I'm the last angry man. A crusader for the little guy. Little guy, little guy. Well, we'll see about that. Whatever, Illuminati. Fun fact, I believe it was uh, another fun fact. Fun fact. Uh, another fun fact. Brings me back to my screamo days. That's where I started. Light up a huge blunt, a joint. Give everybody magic mushrooms. Smoke. The CIA, you know, I mean, lots of intelligence agencies have tested secretly dosing communities. Psychoactive pills should be covertly administered. Put me on some, some, I don't know. Okay. You shot in the butt. Fluoride, oxytocin. Get a chemical hug. Uh, I did dabble, you know, some of that uh, robot crack. I know what it's like. It's a lethal, lethal recipe for disaster. You need help. If you're a pharmacist, you need to repent. (laughs) All right, weird.